Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Guys, bad news. Bad news. What? Nothing back from Jazz Wilson. <laughs> These spam account has not responded. Damn you, Jazz! We all remember Dermot, you wanted an American Express? Yes. I think that's the that German pick. I know. Um, really briefly bringing you up to speed on what we're talking about. Do it in three sentences. Jazz Wilson is some kind of a spam account. Once uh, offered money for videos that we would post. Emer has been drafting my responses to Jazz Wilson. Uh, Dermot drafted the last one. Where she, and that's the only, where you went wrong. We're the, fresh out of ideas. The only thing she said to us in the mean, uh, not in the meantime, since before Dermot's one was, are you kiding me? Um, so, <laughs> so then we've she got nothing. Reasons. Yeah. So jazz is jazz is gone. I think. Is her account still active? See, Jazz Wilson view profile. <laughs> so not Jazz Wilson. Uh, she I mean, yeah. I mean, she still hasn't updated since eleventh of hey, August. She's really good looking. She almost like it's not who she <laughs> says she is. She's got a video or something there. What's that? Yeah, but I don't know if we'd be allowed to play someone's video. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's on holidays. I'll play it here and, and we can cut What's it out. What's she doing? It's her granny's doing bingo. Oh. It's bounce bingo. Um, so she's robbed somebody's special family Yeah, moment. that's actually Xander Nation, is that? Yeah, so that's yeah. not her at all. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fake. But I don't I'm just, think Jazz has family. No. Or at least not the family that's been portrayed. Yes, I'm sure there is a Jazz in the world who does. <laughs> I'll never know Maybe she listens to this podcast Jazz Get in touch We offered American Express As a method of payment I was you a member you. of a jazz band for, You weren't uh, I was yeah For 11 years What? What was the jazz band called? Big Jim and the Astronauts <laughs> What was What were the standards? Low No <laughs> Standards are the name of jazz classics That you play at every gig <laughs> Standards like uh, Fly me to the moon is that like a standard? That's a jazz standard, yeah. Oh. Um, Give us it now. Two, a one, two, three. Fly me to the moon. Don't let the thing go round the twist. <laughs> so I'm guessing you weren't the vocalist. What did you no. do in the jazz band? Um, a little bit of everything. Oh, oh. at the same time. That's, that's odd. Yeah, I had, a, I had a setup. You know, I'd have a, a keys, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, trombers. A triangle. Very important. A swordfish. Wow. And uh, quite a functional belt. And all of these things together combined in what I can only imagine. I would call jazz attack. So we play like fly me to the moon. Oh, just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's, It's here. Oh yeah, that's Ken. Would you not be singing at this point though? This is just or just letting the just, yeah. go around a few People bars. People are still coming in from the bar with their drinks. Take it away. Fly me to the moon. Don't make me go to Jupiter and Mars. <laughs> and then tighten the belt, hit the swordfish, jazz attack. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. 
got a big announcement from this fella. In the fading light, hearts collide, shadows dance in the distance. The rain, it ain't permanent, and soon we'll be dancing in the sun. You got that power over me, my mind, everything I hold here resides in those eyes. We used to be giants, when did we stop? Well, this headlining set was one of the highlights of Electric Picnic and we've good news for fans of Dermot Kennedy. You're going to be seeing him again live soon. He's got a very special announcement. Good morning, Dermot. Where do we find you today? I am just off a plane in London. So you've been doing these kind of, what do you call them, more stripped back intimate solo shows at the moment and I love the look of them on your social media, I have to say. It's class, yeah. I mean, it brings you back to the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's lovely to be playing massive shows all the time nowadays and it's something I'm very grateful for but it is you get to connect on a different level I think when there's only 100 200 people in the room yeah that has to be very different from you know I mean even the joy of playing EP but headline an EP and having 70 80 90 whatever the, the thousands of people that are standing there uh, there's got to be something for a singer songwriter like yourself to be in a small room with an intimate crowd that brings you back to the start definitely and I mean it's, it's a different thing you can kind of you can really feel how the lyrics resonate but you're right it, it you know like it's a nice feeling too when there's 50,000 people in the field and you're all kind of sharing the same feeling it's a lovely thing yeah well speaking of which there is a big announcement that you're about <laughs> to make to the entire nation so go on tell everybody what's going to happen nice one yeah so next year we're going to be playing Marley Park on the 23rd of June and I cannot wait wow what a venue mental that's got to be local yeah. to you when you were growing up right absolutely yeah and, and it's just you know like Considering Ireland is small, there's certain venues that just feel like milestones in your career. So to be able to do that and to plan it for next year is huge for me, yeah. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Yes, indeed. Right, that is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Oh, I'll be there for sure. I, I do follow you on Instagram, I follow you on Twitter, and I'm, I've got to admit, I'm a little bit jealous of your hoodies and your sweatshirts. Every time mm. I see you, you're wearing something that I go, oh man, where did he get that? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, well, you got to be comfy. I'm literally on a plane every day. So it's just, it's really a very lazy lifestyle that I need. Well, I did see on your Instagram, uh, someone else posted up that they were wearing hoodies and shorts and you wrote the slogan, hoodies and shorts forever. Dermot Kennedy, I'm a man approaching 50. I'm in work in a hoodie and shorts. This is all I wear and people look at me and I've, I've no, dressed I, like a toddler since I was a toddler and I'm never getting out of it. I love it, yeah. It's top class. I used to get sick for it too but because, I don't know, my legs never get cold but the upper half can easily get cold. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I've been banging that drum for a long time and my co-workers are looking at me as they walk in and, you know, sports jackets and take themselves very seriously and I'm like no yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing Odie in a pair of shorts you stick to your guns man. I will I will I will <laughs> yeah, come yeah. here I'm also a sneakerhead, and I know you are too and I was uh, I was watching the video to Kiss Me by the way Kiss Me like what a song man the second I heard much. that I was absolutely blown away it felt like a bit of an evolution actually yeah it does feel that way and, and I think it's important for me to push myself you know I'm lucky enough to be in a position where it feels like it can release a lot of uh different types of music and so for me it really it's nice for me to hear that so thank you I got distracted there by how excited I was by the song but when I saw the video you were wearing something which I initially thought on your feet were 
the blue off-white Air Force Ones, but I, I did pause it at one point and went, I don't think that's what they were. What were the blue sneakers he had on? Oh, no, they had, yeah, they were these uh, blue Margellas, but they're like, they're kind of messy. Like, they have I think they've literally been sort of hand-dipped in paint, so oh, the paint, like, man. leaks off onto the soles. So, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Come to Marley Park, I'll give them to you. We'll have a <laughs> It'll be like Cinderella. Talk to us about nice. the, the album, Sonder, because it's coming out very soon. Like, inverted commas, the difficult second album. I get the impression from looking at you and, and, and watching you go about everything. I don't think this was particularly difficult for you. Would, would I be right in thinking that? No, I feel good. And honestly, yeah, there's, there's, you, you sort of expect it to be difficult, right? And, and you almost feel obliged to struggle with it. And I don't know. I, I, I must say, I think I found the first one harder or mm. else by the time I was making the second one, I was just more accustomed to the work it takes to get it done or whatever. Whereas with the first one, that was even quite jarring and it was quite tricky for me to learn that. But uh, no, like, don't get me wrong. There was difficult days and I, I definitely second guess myself at every turn like I always do. But I think I'm just more used to it now and uh, just excited for it to come out, to be honest. I've been kind of lucky enough to, like I think about last time we played EP, say 2019, and that was before the first album even came out. And yeah. so we were really doing big things live before the first one came out. So we've been lucky enough to be able to kind of do things at our own pace. But it means that I really, I'm at a point now where I'm very keen to move into a new chapter, you know, with new music and to push on to a different sort of world. And does that mean then the Sandra will, like Kiss Me, as I said, felt a bit like an evolution? Will there be more of you stepping into different worlds on this record? A bit, yeah, but also... I'm keen not to leave anyone behind. Mm. You know, that's very important to me. I, I, I never want to uh, change in such a way that people feel isolated. And I think, so that's why it's interesting for me every time I get in the studio, because I feel like I'm kind of catering to lots of different types of people. And then ultimately, you're just trying to make music for yourself. You just have to be careful the whole time. Yeah, I've no doubt. Um, that's, uh, whatever right. comes out of Sonder, I will absolutely love it. I'm sure everybody else will too. You did the Greek theatre recently. That's got to be a bucket list tick, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, my mom and dad come over for that gig as well. Wow, um, which was mental. Yeah, it was unreal to see them there, and that venue is just crazy. Yeah, and to be honest, I like doing things like that when we're in the midst of other shows and being really busy because it means you don't sort of build it up too much in your head yeah. and you just go out and do it the same as you do anything else. And that because I don't know. Otherwise, you just you worry too much about what it's like. I did that a bit with Electric Picnic this year. I was just I didn't like when you're up there, say headlining. And it's, say, 70,000 instead of the 25 we did in Malahide. It's a really different thing visually, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And also, you're headlining a festival, and so you have this sort of responsibility to put on a really good show and to sort of justify that slot. And so um, that was all new to me. So, I, yeah, you just I, I like doing these things when I'm in the thick of everything else. Are there any collabs on the record other than kind of writing collabs? Is there any, anything you're going to surprise us with? You don't have to tell us, but just tell us, are there? Nah, it's just me. I think, to be honest, when that time comes that I can get some of my favorite artists in the world on an album or on a record, I'll be very excited about it. But I also, I don't want to force it. There was opportunities for a couple, and I won't even talk about who they were, mm. but like artists that are really important to me. But it just, you know, I, I, I didn't want to force that situation. And I think things like that, they, in a very Irish way, I like to believe that what's for you won't pass you by and it'll just kind of, It'll take shape whenever it needs to. 
Yeah, well, the Medusa Paradise track was was absolutely perfect. Fit right in was a great song as well. So look, more of that stuff. Whenever it seems right, we'll uh, we'll be glad to take yes. it and take it from you. Okay, so the big announcement then is Marley Park, June twenty third. High to summer. It's going to be amazing, crack. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dying for it. Okay. Well, tickets on sale this Friday at ten a.m. Thank you so much for filling us in, Dermot Kennedy. Really appreciate it, and hopefully we we'll get to see you soon. Nice one, man. Thank you. Hopefully see you soon. Yeah. All right. Take care. So I decided to check out one of my kids' toys over the weekend. It didn't go particularly well. <laughs> they have one of these VR headsets. These are very cool. So, uh, like, they're full on, you're immersed in the game. And, like, ears, eyes, everything? Uh, well, obviously your eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you know why some of them have headphone little things that go down and uh, so you're hearing... Well, you can put in your headphones as well. Okay. Um, but it's incredibly immersive, like almost too immersive. <laughs> like I think I don't want to be that in there so much, you know. Um, plus, I realize that I'm completely unable to handle it. Whoa! And right. I wonder, is it an age thing that you just after a while, you just you've gone beyond it? And do you think basically I, there's a bit of this? You you were walking around with a gun, you know, shooting things. Uh, but I kept just dropping my gun on the ground. <laughs> so <laughs> most, in the most, computer most game. of my gameplay was just dropping my gun and looking down on the ground, going. <laughs> but then trying to bend over and pick it up, but trying to do that without physically bending over, which I realise is impossible to me because I could not switch off that part of my brain. So I bent over and whacked my face off the bedside locker in my kid's bedroom and gave myself a cut on the side of my nose. Let me see. That's not a huge one. You can oh, just it is. see it. You can see it there. It is, yeah, it is yeah. obvious. Because yeah. when you walked in this morning, there's like this cut in your nose and you're always... It, there's that scenario where you say to someone, you know, do I ask them what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm telling you. I was picking up my gun. Well, hang on. So you're picking up the gun. You don't have those gloves on, do you? No. So you could just... You're holding be, two controllers... Right, like little triggers. That, so you're supposed that to just like your hands. Right, press like or two is pick up gun. Except you were like yeah. bending, bending down. Up. Yeah. Is and it then, like is it too real in the sense that like do you just walk into a room and go, oh, I forgot why I came in here. Has <laughs> <Like, laughs> anyone seen my keys? Just like dropping things. It just sounds pretty mundane for a virtual reality action game. Just one of the you've got to just change the way your brain operates right um, but man they've got a Star Wars one as well and you literally feel like you're sitting you're sitting in an X-Wing you know a fighter yeah little the spaceship and but you're sitting in the cockpit but you're looking around like 360 at all the little buttons and are you not it's driving? insane. Are you driving the, in the cockpit? Uh, well, you fly. <laughs> well, fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Sean, this, is, around, this is Dermot's version of reality. He goes, no, wait, where's my tin of sucky sweets? <laughs> I can't I can't fly an X-Wing now until I have one of them. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like, just let it be a word of word of warning yeah. if you're going to try these things make sure you do it in a place that only has soft furnishings <laughs> all around you <laughs> so would you not think that you would cope well in the future in the metaverse when we're all going to live in a virtual no, world no I'll just keep dropping things <laughs> I'll have a really good looking avatar that can't hold on to its stuff <laughs> like most people having a fun Saturday night out I just dropped my point uh, but I mean I guess I'm not the first person to get injured using their kids toys I mean anyone who has a trampoline in their backyard yeah. I'm sure has had um, a few injuries like that I managed to step on an LOL surprise car and uh, it's big in fairness it has a swimming pool in the mm. back that's how big the car is about a foot and a half long stepped on it on the top of the landing 
uh, went flying in that comical way that you do when you step on something with wheels and grabbed onto the uh, the banister to prevent myself, really hurt myself. Mm. Stop! My, like I was like so thankful I hadn't done myself a mischief in my back or my my mm. bum, whatever. Except I managed to pull ligaments in my shoulder. Oh. This is about three months ago, and I was struggling for like about three months. I'm only just over it now. You so. should come to my virtual reality hospital <laughs> and get you sorted out. You wouldn't just keep dropping the scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> my surgery was not a success. Uh, kids, toys, injuries, you can let us know on 87 102 Have you been in the virtual world? I'd love to hear from people who <laughs> themselves out because those videos of people, you know, people's grannies who like go on roller coasters but they fall over into the wall. Uh, you can let us know. 87 102 Drop us a text or a WhatsApp. Yeah, all right. If you've been injured in any other way by, by your children's <laughs> toys, uh, let us know. It'll make me feel better today. People are getting in touch about their uh, injuries in the virtual world and otherwise. Um, there's a text in that says, I turned around to see a bus coming at me in a, vir- in a VR game. And in reality, I jumped straight into a fireplace. It wasn't lit, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Much thankfully it wasn't lit. Uh, Faye's been on to us as well. Dermot, I'm so glad you did that. I'm not glad you hurt yourself, but I'm just glad it's not just me. When my son first got a VR headset, he made me have a go at some game where I had to kill dinosaurs with my head. <laughs> and I had to knock things down. But you completely lose track of where you are. And I ended up headbutting the wall, bouncing off the wall, landing flat on my backside and cutting my nose. <laughs> See, this is the danger. You know the kind of... The future image you have of lying on some kind of a, maybe like a psychiatrist's sofa, a dentist's sofa chair or whatever, where you're lying back and the stuff is all like neuraled onto your brain. I think that's, and you're almost strapped in. That's the way you need to do these VR games. They're the fantasies you have, Dave. No one else (laughs) fantasizes about that. At least you couldn't hurt yourself. What VR do you have during flying a Star Wars machine? My son would lose his mind. Uh, Star Wars machine. Um, it's the PlayStation VR. Okay. So it's it's that one. Someone says, uh, playing VR on the PlayStation, a boxing game, I almost nearly put my fist through the brand new 50-inch TV. <laughs> but you lose all concept of, of where you are. And do you have to stand up or could you, can you sit down? Uh, no, you're generally standing. Right. Um, See, that's half the problem. I think if you're sitting down, you're you're less likely to leap forward into a fireplace, I hope. <laughs> uh, Laura says, my kids play uh, Beat Saber, or I play Beat Saber, I should say, on the kids' Oculus. It's a great workout with some really good tunes. I don't know what that is, but I'll have to look it up, Beat Saber. It sounds like fighting with a lightsaber while dancing to beats, which is exciting. We'll yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's a mixture of kind of one of those dancing games and lightsabers. Someone says, Dermot, you should try golf on the VR headset. It's deadly. Uh, but the roller coaster game is very uh, disorienting, says Andy. So, golf? Maybe. Yeah, I'd be up for that. <laughs> but then you're swinging your arms around. <laughs> and it's like, how did, you, how did you break all your knuckles conversation? <laughs> Injuries with kids' toys seem to be happening all over the country. Susan is in Athen Rye. Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? Not bad at all. Tell us about the incident, the famous incident in your house. What was it? <laughs> well, it wasn't quite an injury with a toy, but it definitely was child-related. Um, my husband was carrying my daughter down some steps, and he slipped. It was a wet night, and he slipped, and he fell and hurt all the muscles in his back, which was okay in itself, but it was the same night I went into labour. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so... While uh, I was busy breathing through it all, he was busy breathing through it all, and I was putting on his pants and his shoes. And sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. You were yeah. putting on his pants, <laughs> even and though his... you were in labour. <laughs> God, we really are useless, <laughs> army men, in fairness. And, you know, deep breath into the nose, out to the mouth, everything be okay. Yeah, got the bag, got the child out of the car. 
that was my name for the Labour Award. Uh, yeah, and honest to God, the, my poor daughter wasn't even born. I think they held her up and went, it's a guy, and he was gone. Gone through the doors. Where gone. did he go? Amy. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Wow, so what was actually wrong? So he, obviously, when he fell, his instinct was to protect your daughter. Yes, so, yes, so he managed to damage every muscle in his back. Oh, yeah. my God. And so then he had to go straight to A&E after she, the, the new daughter was born. Yeah, literally, they held her up and went, it's a cat. And he was gone, 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 gone. So he suffered through the pain. He said, look, I'll just grin and bear it until the baby arrives. Everybody's safe. Then I'm out of here. Well, you say grin and bear, so we all heard, so worry, we all heard, you know, it wasn't easy. But, yeah, and now in fairness, the nurses at A&E were very good when he told them the tale of woe and they rushed him around A&E. So he was back in time for the tea and the toast. But, yeah, <laughs> of course he was. No husband will miss the tea and toast, in fairness. Um, and come here, how about recovery time then? I mean, you had a baby, but I bet you you were on your feet before him, were you? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I carried my own bag in and out of the hospital. <laughs> Women are legends, legends. Yeah. Like he was flat out in the couch for weeks. Oh, he was in an awesome. He must have done some damage to himself. What was wrong with him? Oh, every muscle along the back, because he was holding the child, so he yeah. was trying to protect her, and he landed on his back then and pulled every muscle. Now, I've heard all the baby photos, you know, and everybody looks lovely. Oh, I can just see it all over his face, poor fella. God, it must have been. And um, they gave him a bit of spare epidural. <laughs> get him through it. No epidural. Susan, there's no time for anything. She's look after those. What's his name, by the way? <laughs> No, poor Noel. No, fair play yeah. to Noel. Yeah. Yeah. You're all in one piece now, anyway. That's the main thing. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah. We survived it all. What? We like to tell the story. What age are the girls now? Well, the, actually, that poor baby, she turned 21 last week. So. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Jeevers. I'm glad to see you're still still tickling you 21 years later you're still laughing about Noel that's brilliant <laughs> come here Susan you know what you deserve you deserve a Dermot and Dave lap blanket for that story thank you thank you for you legend and sure undoubtedly then Noel will be at home going oh I'm a bit cold there would you ever wrap around me there Susan it's a good size blanket there's room for two under there <laughs> Susan have a great day alright lads thank you so take much take care bye bye, bye 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 Olivia Rodrigo on Today FM good for you good Good for me and good for my friend Carl, ladies and gentlemen, because we are feeling pretty sassy. We're feeling pretty sexy this morning. <laughs> yeah, we are. Things, have, things are changing around here because in the post, thank you, Mr. Postman, has delivered something utterly game-changing to the Dermot and Dave show. Carl, you haven't seen these yet. No. I'm excited. I am proper excited. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, give them over, over to that me. plastic package and see what's inside. Give them over to me here now. You know, maybe you should just keep them in the plastic, yeah. Carl. No. They're probably worth more money in 10 you years. You feel that. Just no, feel no. It. Thank you. I will go to HR. <laughs> I will go to HR. Carl, tell the world what we just got. We got our Crocs, Dave. Yes, we got yeah. our Crocs. Oh. Carl wanted to buy a pair of Crocs. Everyone in here told him not to buy a pair of Crocs, except for me. I'm a Croc enabler. Not only did I tell him to buy yeah. them, but I went through the website with him. We picked out the ones you wanted. Now, they're in your hand for the first time. What do you think? Describe them to the people. They're everything I had hoped for and more. They are rubbery. They're durable. They say Crocs on the side. Yours oh, are God. This is worse than I thought. No, Shoes are coming off, guys. Shoes are of, coming off. What would you call that insipid color that you got? Yeah. 
What's the what's oh, the title? There the was a title. I looked Lame at the title of the blue. <laughs> Trying to be blue. Cool I'll silver. I I'll have say. to say, Cahal's one right is is pretty cool because it's an updated version of the Croc. It's got Croc like embossed into the side, which my I've never the ones I've had have never had that. Fit like a glove, lads. They fit like a glove. Look at them, Dermo. Oh my, with the white socks well, the it's white just... socks and the, and the would you rather I took off the socks or we try it no again <laughs> Call, yours yours are called the Baya Clog B-A-Y-A and the colour is mineral blue mineral blue now, I've got the classic yeah. lined Vacay Vibes Clog wow. and the colour is Black Daisy and I'm about to reveal these to Dermot and Emer and see what you think of them <laughs> Even uglier than I thought possible. Next level. Uh, yeah. Are they for you? These are for me. So basically, these are. Are your granny? No, these are for me. These are black <laughs> with daisies all over them, and they are lined with bright yellow fur. Do you know what the fur looks like? The yellow fur, and, and maybe our listeners can relate to this. You know, when you go into a house that hasn't really been updated since the 1970s, and there's that kind of a yellow. What you'd call a toilet mat. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what it looks like. Oh, I've just I've just slipped these on. They're not in sport mode. I've folded the the, uh, the, the, the heel grips forward. Sports mode. I can't. What sports do you do in Crocs? Oh my God, this is the point. You could do anything in Crocs because once you engage sport mode by putting on the heel grip. Kyle, you can do yeah. anything. I went full on sport mode. You're straight I mean, in. I'm, straight I mean, in you're sport mode. You're running the marathon yeah. in those now, will you? Well, think about how nice they'll be after the marathon. Because oh, that's a good nice. point. Yes. Whatever about Dave, we know he has weird taste in yeah. e- in everything. But and like he's an old guy, oh. you know, so he's got to wear oh. old guy clothes. What? But you these, these are vacay vibes, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. old guys vacay wouldn't vibes. say vacay vibes. You're Again, in your twenties. You're meant to know better than Crocs. You, you shouldn't care about. Comfortable shoes. What's your deal, man? What is your deal? Are you talking about vacay vibes now? Yeah. Yeah. He's a croc hater, Cole. Actually, Dave, yeah. I uh, was ex- I was expecting the crocs this week. Well, we knew they were coming. They yeah. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. And it was a big moment in my life. Yeah. So I actually decided to put pen to paper. Oh, God, oh. this is uh, So if you've got any uh, like poetry music, hey, do I have poetry <laughs> music? I mean, come have on, a look of at course our poetry I do. folder. Yeah, something how, nice and how's this? soft. Perfect. It's exactly how mellow I'll be wearing my Crocs at home. Take it away, Colin. So this is called Hey Crocs. Thanks. <laughs> Crocs, I'm excited that you're now in my life. Ignore Sean, Emer, and Dermot's strife. <laughs> Dave and I are now Croc bros. We both love the way the rubber feels on our toes. <laughs> hey Crocs, don't mind what any of them say. You can chill out on my feet any day. Ah. Hey, Crocs. Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. Clap. I'm not, not going to applaud that. Yes, what is going on? on? No. That's a Croc poem. It's an ode to Croc. It's a Croc, it all right. half an hour. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Carl and I now are in possession of the most comfortable feet in Marconi House here, yeah. where today FM is. I don't have a problem with comfortable things, Okay. But I mean, Dave, look at your Crocs. When are you? <laughs> when you Would you wear them outside? And what do you wear them with? What you're wearing now? I will wear these for everything I'm doing today, except a photo shoot I have to do. At three <laughs> no, o'clock. I think that's very no, important <laughs> because they would just distract from the product that's in the photo shoot. But I will. I'm not getting back into my Jordans. And don't forget, 
The other lads in shoe shop out of East sent me my camo crocs, so I've got two <laughs> options. I've got VK5 daisies and I've got camo crocs. Genuinely oh, wow. though, when will you ever wear them? I'm going to wear these all of the time. You're not going to wear them to work, are you? Yes. I'm just yeah, wearing just them in work. Like I feel sorry so. for you because eventually you're going to want the crocs, but you've gone too far yeah. down this line yeah. now. No. The ladies just protest too much. <laughs> they yeah. can't come back look, from this now. I want people to see these crocs and we absolutely have to put them to a vote online so uh, keep an eye on at Today FM uh, there hopefully will be pictures and videos going up there in the next few minutes yeah and at Dave Today FM I'll put up a proud picture of myself and Cahill as well in our beautiful yeah. gear so you just keep an eye you're going to see it all you can let us know in 087 4100 what you think are you a proud croc wearer have you ever written a croc poem like Cahill <laughs> To defend yourself against Copyright your friends. on the poem, by the way. Oh, That's mine, Crocs. A big 100%. battle there. I think you're safe. <laughs> I don't know. I think M- Michael D is thinking about that in his next speech. Could, could actually know? ask me to, to say ugly. it. Like, they are genuinely distracting me. They're no, ugly. they're mineral blue cockles ones. What evs? We're Vicky vibes. <laughs> Vicky vibes all the way, bro. Uh, let us know what you think. You oh, know it's what you look like? Yeah, I just realised, Cahill, your shoes, the way that kind of sickly blue and the white sock, you look like... A por- like a porter in some yes. kind of like weird hospital, like Shutter Island. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, when the people in the nineteen fifties white van come yeah. to take you away. That's- Just get you a white jacket and you'll fit in nicely. Don't even rise to it. No, I'm not. I'm sitting here with yellow furry vacay vibes. You've got your you know mineral what? blue. Don't rise to it. I don't want to see your feet come out from under the desk. <laughs> Carl and I. You can see us now. If you go to at Today FM on Instagram or at Dave Today FM on Instagram, you can see both videos and pictures of the Crocs. And we are just living our best lives, Carl. Yeah. I think Darby wants to try them on. I think he, he has, has to. to. He has to try them on, on to see whether or not his hatred is justified. Because I, I don't think it is. I'm intrigued, Carl. Like, Crocs obviously aren't a new thing. But what happened in your life? What <laughs> turn did it take? Uh, so that now Crocs are a thing TV So uh, yeah. Welcome to Wrexham Those lads are always wearing them And Gogglebox as well The lads on the teams yeah. The lads on the couches They're <laughs> all knocking about in the Crocs And it's getting winter weather now I'm thinking Fire on Telly nice pair, nice, You know what you could wear I've got the, the, the fluff though. lining of mine Yeah You could wear a, You know those big fluffy socks The yes. warm fluffy socks Slide them into the Crocs I kind of want a pair of yours now no slippers. No slippers. You can't go they to the shops dirty. in slippers. But yeah. lots of slippers. Sorry, you cannot go to the shops in Crocs. Yes, you can no. go to the shops in Crocs. You of can. course you can. You can. There's a fella in Lidl across the road there, and he was doing his big shop. There you he, go. He'd like a pair of Crocs on. Carl needs an intervention, says a text. <laughs> Crocs look like wellies <laughs> with leprosy. <laughs> I'm a Croc lover, lads. Don't mind the haters. I wear them lots of places and everyone thinks I'm mad, but I think they're incredible. Hashtag Crocs for life. I yeah. think if you're a toddler on the shore, they're fine. You know, if you're going fishing in rock pools with your little net and a pair of pink Crocs, knock yourselves out. I'm just checking. Hang on. No, neither of you are those people. <laughs> <laughs> two, two differing opinions here. Jaron Cork says... Lads, I haven't felt this unwell since my heart attack. <laughs> Crocs don't rock. <laughs> I hope you're all right, Jer. <laughs> Peter says, welcome to the world of chill. Yes. Congratulations, lads. Your colleagues don't know what they're missing. Yeah, that's exactly it. The world of chill. That's what I need. Look, make up your own minds. If you go to At Today FM, the video is there. I've also put it up on mine. I'm Dermot Whelan Official. It's on Dave Today FM as well. 
Uh, I presume it's on Cahill Minogue as well. Cahill.minogue, yeah. It's going to be Crocs Central there. Go, go and have a content. look. You can't miss the Crocs week. on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you, won't, you won't miss my daisy ones. Uh, someone has envy for my day, daisy, black daisy fur lined ones. Yeah, I'm not surprised because yeah. they just got vacay vibes, guys. <laughs> Let us know what you think 087-4100-102 We'd love to know your opinion on the Crocs Yo Crocs bro Now hang on Show me your feet No What? Sorry sorry I just I have to sit outside the studio today I'm just a bit nervous Ah! (laughs) No 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 Because I have to go up and down the stairs a bit, and just there's people up there I don't really know. Yeah. I'll get so there. I'll get there. I'm not embarrassed. No, you no, are. you no. should be, because you know what would happen outside the Today FM office if you wear these new Crocs around. Remember that scene from Game of Thrones where they're all lining the streets going, shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> no, sorry, Dave. I will, I will, I will. I, will, I, will, I must admit, my heart's a little bit broken. I, I really he thought only, he wore them for like 10 minutes and then took them off. No, I just yeah. panicked when I got out there. It's not a safe space out there. Anthony's in Tipperary. Hi, Anthony. I, I so Kabir, you're another man. Are you, have you yet plunged <laughs> into Crocs? No, I'm at the, the halfway point. But I vote against them. Um, you're at the halfway point. Did you just buy one Croc? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I've always been always been slippers. That's always my uh, slippers. My yeah, and I'm then, cool uh, with slippers. Yeah, but the thing is, it was it was too hot one summer, so I was like, I need something for around the house, but. The slippers would be too hot for my feet. Yeah, and my partner has always been like, "Oh, get a pair of Crocs, get a pair of Crocs." Um, but like, come on, like I couldn't. So <laughs> I was out one day and I saw uh, a pair of slides. Oh, slides, okay. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could wear them. Yeah, slides are a gateway drug. We all know how it works. <laughs> you get slides. I have sliders and I will never go to. It's only a matter of time, Sean. No, God. So how no. are you feeling now, Anthony? Are you are you ready? Do you feel like now that you've You've slid for a while. You're ready to crock. <laughs> uh, yes, I think that's the thing. I kind of, I wore them and I was like, yeah, look, I'm only around around the house. I'm only around. And then it kind of got to, oh, well, look, I'll just wear them in the car. I'm not getting out of the car. And then my partner said, oh, will you run in and get me this or that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then I realized I'm in the shop and I'm wearing my clients. <laughs> like, yes. yeah, yeah. You know what's going to happen. Uh, you'll be like one of those heavy smokers from the 80s. Like, you'll have a pair of Crocs in the car. You'll have a pair of Crocs beside the bed. <laughs> you'll have a pair of Crocs in the briefcase. <laughs> Anthony, if I may, in my best Darth Vader voice, say, come to the Croc side. No. Yeah. We're waiting for you, Anto. See, I've convinced myself I need the sport mode now because yeah, sport. See, slides are it's great, but so you, you like if you have to chase God. if you have to chase a twenty euro note blowing down the the road, you're not going to be able to do that in slides. Yeah. Crocs engage sport mode. Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pay by I'm telling myself just just for walking up and down stairs because I don't yeah. I don't want to go don't want to be going out in public. Uh, you, you'll Crocs. be chasing money because people will be throwing their loose change at you. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you come to Crocs and let us know when you do. We'll be here for you. All right. Uh, yeah, see, my only other thing is, I know if I if I get Crocs, then how long until I start putting those little the little oh, the little, little badges, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, little clip-ons. Well, look, do you know what, Anthony? Like, hang on there, because look, we got another message from somebody who's a little bit further down the tracks on this whole Croc journey than you, and I think you need to listen to this. Hello, Dermot and Dave. I'm a wearer of Crocs, and I want to remain anonymous. <laughs> I have this message for Cole. Wearing Crocs becomes addictive. It's a slow creep over time. My wife is threatening to leave me, but I cannot stop. 
You've been warned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I think Anthony, do you like Cahill feel warned now? Uh, yeah, no, see, I, I was... See, my partner, she wouldn't try to leave me, if anything. She'd encourage it. She'd be it, more it, attracted to you in a pair of Crocs. Yeah, May I recommend uh, the Daisy Vacay vibes with the yellow no, lining? See, I've, no, I've gone on and I've seen yours, and I'd be more inclined to get... Uh, Cahill's. Cahill's. Well, I, I, I think you need either, either or I'm no. not happy once you Actually, just come over to our side you need to go to marriage counselling because <laughs> any partner who recommends Crocs to you doesn't really love you yes they do <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly I see, the, I see the benefit of it now though see this is the thing Anthony It's all, the proof is always in the pudding okay we can sit here and we can yay or nay Crocs but unless you put them on your feet Engage sport mode and walked up and down the stairs. <laughs> no one is, no one is, you can, you can no one it, is available for comment. You make it sound like sport mode is this, like this button you press and suddenly wings come out it of it. Is, or, it's, like a, it's like a sport car, it's like a Ferrari. Listen, yeah, don't knock until you try it. It's an ankle strap. Sean Dundalk says the madness has to stop. My wife's after phoning me to tell me she wants Crocs. Please drop the act and tell the nation it's a wind up. Dermot, take the reins. And then Tommy on Twitter says it's 2026. The lady in the bar says, so long you've been single, Cahill? Cahill, not really sure. Since about the 4th of October 2022. <laughs> Anthony, take the plunge and then give us a text, okay? All right, I will. I'll All send right. you a picture. Good man, do, do, do. See you later, brother. So Dermot should be careful with his anti-croc talk. My friends and I wouldn't be fond of crocs to the point that my friend told someone on a night out that her crocs looked ridiculous. Yes, someone was wearing them in the pub on a Friday night. <laughs> the girl convinced her to try them on because she said they were so comfortable. My friend did so, and one thing led to another, and karma got her. She fell and broke her leg while trying them on. <laughs> As if that's not bad enough, it was her hen party a few weeks later. Oh, no. Oh, no. So don't even try on Crocs. You <laughs> never know what disaster could happen. But people have been voting. Well, hang on. Before we get to the votes, yeah. Michael's been on to us. Morning, Dermot and Dave. Uh, Crocs for life, defo, 100%. I have to wear safety shoes uh, from one end of the day to the next for work. But as soon as I finish work, my Crocs go on. See, that's it. See, when you spend all day on your feet, you know, wearing safety shoes, making sure your toes are protected, mm. you know, then you need, you need something. And Carl, who's about to run the Irish Life Dublin Marathon, he knows his, after his hard day's training, gets home, ice bath, and then the cross go on. What's your feet. excuse? <laughs> you I am, I am permanently recovering from activity. That <laughs> <laughs> you did in the north. Yeah, I'm, I'm permanently recovering from the, that one time I ran more than fifty yards. Anyway, poll results. Yes, the votes are in. Um, which Crocs are the worst? Was the vote? Cahill's got twenty-two percent of the vote. So, Dave's, I'm afraid, seventy-eight percent of voters felt that your Daisy Crocs are some of the most disgusting foot items of footwear no, they've ever seen. All it says is they prefer calls. That's all your poll proves. <laughs> your science is flawed, my friend. The story. Today FM. Our next guest is one of Ireland's most loved musicians. He represented Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest back in Riga in 2003. God, it was that long ago. With his number one hit... We've got the world tonight. Well, Mickey Joe Hart is back with another big tune called Derry Girl. 
And he's on the line for What's the Story. Mickey Joe, how are you? Oh, up and down like a sliced pan. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you right now? I'm at home. I'm at home. I'm actually home. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Sorry, a wee bit, wee bit worse for the wear, but I was just on the road for the last uh, week or so. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> gigging and all, and all doing gig after gig after gig. I love asking yeah. singers that question because obviously it's your job, but at the same time, <laughs> even physically, it's just it's so rough on the voice. Uh, yeah, today I'm feeling it a bit today. You know, I'm all right. Normally I don't have too much trouble with you know, I kind of look after it as best I can. But yeah, just, just today. Just, uh, yeah, you know, when you stop, dude, I think your body just goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. And do you, ever, do you ever write a song and then immediately regret it because you've put a note or a series of notes in there and you go, that's going to be a killer every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> I have a few, all right, like that Sound of the Summer is one and I love, I love doing it, but it's, uh, it's got a little, uh, you know, um, sort of, very high sort of arpeggio kind of thing going on in it, you know. So right. um, yeah, occasionally it catches me out, all right, you know, but I just kind of, I scream my way through it. <laughs> well, or, I, or I get them to sing it. I see, yeah, your vocal coach won't want to hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the old turn the microphone towards the audience and go, now it's your turn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've done that once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, speaking of songs, uh, we're loving the new one. Here's a little bit of Derry Girl. You might need to get out of here right now. Lyrically, we love that. It's brilliant having all the phrases in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went. I went about OTT on the on the old dairyisms. All right, <laughs> my, my my granny was from dairy, so I have I have them all in there somewhere, you know. So that was, 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 they're like second nature, right? But, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time studying music and dairy, and you know, I just have you know when you grow up with it around you, it's uh, <laughs> it's something it comes out there, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't hold back. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good relationship between Donegal and dairy, isn't there? It is pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uh, to and froing of uh, mm. that type of thing. Yeah, you'd have a lot of people obviously would have married and one one another over the years, and so you have a lot of families that are half dairy, half Donegal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they'd have that transition then. And uh, myself, my, my, well, my granny was a dairy dairy woman, ended up in Donegal. So yeah, there's all all that going on, and it's the, it's the nearest kind of city, I suppose, to the the north side of the of, of the county anyway. You know, yeah. That kind of way. Yeah. So and- yeah. Is this now a hint then that uh, was your first single in three years that there might be an album on the way? Yeah, I'm, I'm, kind of, as, as they say, I'm in pre-production. I have uh, managed over COVID to uh, figure out how to record at home, which is good. <laughs> Come on yourself, it's not it's easy. a fortune. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Have, I should have done it about 30 years ago. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, no, I, I figured it out, so I, I'm, I'm, which is good. So I'm able to do little sort of demos. Actually, Derry Gear started out like that. It was, a, you know, I did it at home, a demo, and then I sent it to Tommy McLaughlin and Attica Studios, and Tommy's a great producer. So we, we used a good bit of the... The sort of template that I had, and then we, you know, we've done all the rest of the stuff in, in the proper studio, let's say. But you know, it was nice to be able to have sort of start, start running, you know, have the ground running, if you know what I mean. Yeah, once, fashion once, ideas once track, and all. Yeah. Than, yeah, coming in just cold the studio and say, here's the song, you know, and having to start from scratch. So yeah. we have, I have a lot of stuff kind of, you know, done. So yeah, I'm in pre-production right in the way, and a lot of new stuff. So I'm just just trying to get get it sort of all together and pick out ten or so that that'll fit in an album, you know, that'll sound together. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
the, the one on people's minds now is Dairy Girl. It's out now. People should go and buy it. But we've got to ask you, Mickey Joe Hart, what's the story? So I was, I tell you, they were throwing this at me and I was saying, you know what, I have a couple of options. I said, I'll let Dermot and Dave decide. You oh, know, brilliant. So <laughs> I have three options. I have a runway, very, a, a runway story very recently. I have an out-of-body out experience and then I have, a Dermot might like this, I have a story about the green guitar. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you can choose. <laughs> green guitar is speaking to me, I have to say. I, I like out-of-body experience, so just pick one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go for the green guitar one. All right, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll, go. I'm trying to pick my brain, my God. It's an emerald guitar, which uh, they're Donegal me guitars, and they presented me this during Eurostar. I don't remember the program. That I do, yeah. To, to uh, sort of the Eurovision. I won that, and that's how I got to the Eurovision. But um, anyway, they gave me this lovely green guitar, and then it became sort of <clears throat> part of the show and became almost as kind of popular as myself at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people would ask me about the green guitar. But um, So the Eurovision were delighted with it because it looked really good on camera and visually and all that type of thing. And the, uh, the night before the Eurovision, we had rehearsals all that day, and then we went for a bit of food, and we'd done a few things like that. And the next day, woke up, and we were all excited to go to do the Eurovision and uh, Shane, my manager, said to me, okay, he picked me up at the hotel room and said, okay, let's go and do it, you know, and uh, I said, okay, bring the guitar. And I went, uh, no, you've got the guitar. <laughs> no, no, he says, you've got the guitar. And I said, no. And uh, so anyway, the guitar wasn't to be found. Oh, my God. And, and yeah, had, had went missing. Uh, so we, there was a girl who chaperoned us sort of for the whole week, and she was uh, very good. And we said, there, uh, a funny feeling we might have lost a green guitar. <laughs> <laughs> that green guitar. <laughs> that green guitar along the way. So she made a few inquiries. And uh, luckily enough, the, the last taxi who left us home the night before... Um, was still in the boot. He didn't even know him. Died and opened his boot, and there was a green guitar, and he delivered it back. Oh my <laughs> god! So I, uh, I haven't told anybody that because I get cold sweats every time. I think about it. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> but, I can imagine. But, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we got it back. No one knows now. The, the cat is out of the bag, lad. You, <laughs> you can tell whoever you want. <laughs> That's like years. it's like Thor leaving his hammer in the boot of a, <laughs> a taxi <laughs> of a free now Toyota yeah. Carina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I turned lost my, my my pyros. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> see, but anyway, that's that's the best I can go up with today, lads. We're <laughs> glad it came way. back to you, and we're glad there's new music and a new album on the way. Mickey Joe Hart, thanks for talking to us. Thanks for doing what's the story. Thanks for having me. All the best, Mickey Joe. See you soon. Bye. 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 The story. Today FM. Dave's world. Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Bad jokes edition. Dermot's here, of course, and contractually obliged Cahill, who is not contractually obliged to wear Crocs, but is wearing Crocs. Yes. Are you back in your feet? No, there's, there's, he hasn't put them on. Uh, I should, do you know what you are, Carl? You're actually, and this is a good, this is a good pun joke. You're a flip flopper because <laughs> I went out and you did have them on. I did, yeah, but then I had to go back upstairs again. See, I'm, I'm, get, I'm easing into them. He's too embarrassed, and rightly it's not, so. It's not no. embarrassment, Dave. It's just not appropriate in the office. It's not. I'm wearing Daisy Crocs. And I feel fine. Sean says I'm thinking of opening a gym that specialises in both power walking and door knocking. Going to call it Jehovah's Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin is nine. She's not feeling very well, but she still was okay to send me a joke. Why do you stop an astronaut's baby from crying? Don't know. You rock it. You rock it. Very nice. Hope you feel better soon. Dermot says Tony. Did you know in olden times, mm. people used to walk around with badly creased clothes? It was before the Iron Age. 
<laughs> Crevo, who always sends me a joke, thank you, Crevo, says, I'd give my right liver to have a better understanding of human anatomy. <laughs> Eddie says, I came home today to find my kids have been on eBay all day. If they're still there tomorrow, I'll drop the price a little. <laughs> Mo says, This next song is all about subtractions. Take it away, boys. <laughs> Irene says, Carl, this is for you. I did the London Marathon on Sunday. Yeah. I managed three hours, 12 minutes and nine seconds. I'm going to try to beat that next year, but I'll probably get bored again and change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dear just says, faulty jump leads. Don't get me started. Ah. <laughs> probably looks better written down, that joke. Mick says, my doctor <laughs> says I suffer from hypochondria. I said, oh no, not that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Noel says What do you get When Dermot and Dave Play blindfolded tennis Endless love <laughs> Noel says Lads I've just finished The Christmas dinner Man these slow cookers Are terrible <laughs> Stephen says I just got called Pretty today well, the full statement was, hey, Stephen, you're pretty annoying, but I like to focus on the positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shane says, Dermot, I've been trying to teach my best mate how to play golf, mm. and I figured out the main issue seems to be his drive, as in his missus stands in it and won't let him leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Ryan says, Dave, did you hear Boy George is going to be on I'm a Celebrity? It's true, and he's getting paid a million quid apparently. Before he goes in, he needs to sort out his angry lizard that keeps biting people. I mean, personally, I think he needs a. Pamela Joyce. Oh, wow. Hi. Hello, sorry, I'm just tying my shoe. Yeah. Pamela's tying her shoes because Pamela walked in, and being the Crocs aficionado that she, Carl Minogue, Israel Olatunde and I are. I'm in good company. I mean, in fairness, you're not going to get like better it's a company fits, than that. Can we, can we have to ban the subject of Crocs no. on this no. show from tomorrow? No. Au contraire. No, no. Pamela, tell me about your Crocs because you've got the super exclusive pair. I do, so I will say that for years and years and years, I was anti Croc. Couldn't understand it. And then I think I was babysitting or something and I had to run out of the car and my sister's Crocs were just there mm. and I put them on and I was like, oh, great heavens, what is this? <laughs> I've never experienced a sensation like it in my life. Let, uh, let the, the listeners night. know what happened when you walked into the studio, took off your Air Force Ones and put on my fur-lined... Yeah. Cool. You put on my fur-lined... Daisy vacay vibes uh, Crocs what, what was the sentence you uttered? I don't know should I say it? Oh you should definitely say it I feel as though I put my foot back into my mother's womb because it felt like That I was is at how home. comfortable <laughs> these shoes They're are so comfy wow. I just felt like I was at home and your this poor is where mother I was meant to be this. this is where I was meant to be They're extraordinarily comfortable and I quite liked that they were 19 sizes too big for me <laughs> yeah, really It was, it was I could have moved into the, the Crocs to be honest but uh, I'm very pro Croc I have lovely uh, yellow kind of tie-dye crocs you do have your tie-dye crocs which I, I'm a huge fan of as well yeah and now, you know they're very versatile Carl yeah. got himself mineral blue they're called mineral oh. blue and the new clog the buyer clog shape he's very happy but he needs a bit of encouragement because a couple of times today he's bowed out so like oh, he, had to go, he had to go upstairs so he took the crocs off and put back on his ah, adidas ah Carl yeah. come on now you man or a mouse wear them proudly he hasn't fully committed 
No. But that's the worst thing you can do with a croc is not fully committed. He's ghosting yeah. his you're crocs. Either, you're either croc life or you're not. Don't gaslight your crocs life. If you're going to do it, do it, pull it off, be proud of it. Croc life forever. Yeah. Do you know what? Speaking of shoes, something maybe we could do tomorrow on the show, not croc related. But I have a pair of shoes that I was given as a gift, okay? They were too small for me. And I've been trying to give them away <laughs> yes. since before COVID. Let's do that. And nobody wants them for free. Let's do that so we give them away to listeners so tomorrow. Maybe Dermot's like? great shoe giveaway. Oh, oh you'll, have, you'll have to wait and see. They're, okay. they're unique. Okay. <laughs> if, if he's more embarrassed about them than he is about my Daisy Crocs, then you know it's seriously bad pair of shoes. Last night, talk about a picture of sexiness. I was in my knee length hoodie, the Udi thing, so the fleece hoodie. So you couldn't see that I was wearing shorts. <laughs> and then I had my Daisy Crocs on. I mean, my wife is, she's one hell of a lucky lady, but the shoe content continues with Dermot and Dave because it's taking a turn. <laughs> for the better or no, worse? I'm not sure. Not for the better, Jesus. Not for the better. Explain exactly what is going on, Dermot, because you've gotten... You're just, you're just hijacking the airwaves now to, to rid yourself of something. Um, okay. Here's the story, right? <laughs> so, before COVID... Yeah, wow. <laughs> okay, remember, remember that world? I can't even remember why I got sent these, but I got sent a pair of shoes. Okay, now they're made by a company called Babook, who are a Swiss company. Right. And they're spelled B-A-A-B-U-K. And the clue, the clue is in the name. Oh, it is Babook. Right. Yeah. They are wool footwear <laughs> made responsibly and sustainably, designed in Switzerland, crafted in Nepal and Portugal. <laughs> wow, that's so eco-friendly. It's crafted in two parts of the world. <laughs> so these are... Oh, the shoes that I got sent, right, are a size... Seven. Okay, so they're too small for me. And I tried to send them back to the company, but they went, it's cool, we'll just send you another pair in your size. So hang on, did you order these or did they arrive? I can't remember can't how remember. I ended up with them and how I've developed a relationship with Babook. And do you now have a pair in your size, in size nines? Do they ever send them to a you? A different pair. <laughs> Look, the thing is, though, I've been trying to give these away for three years <laughs> yeah he actually has and <laughs> I haven't succeeded no and I'm not surprised because my friend they are so hideous I don't know hang on hideous yes says the man who wore Daisy Crocs yesterday if people go to at Today FM on Twitter they can see a picture of the Babook wool shoes oh picture now, then, I think the justice. difficulty is it's not how the shoes look. Really? It's the really? size. Because Oh, it's the size. Size <laughs> 7. Such a rare size. I mean, a well, no. 7. Like you know, you have to be, you know, a, a bigger lady or a smaller man. Are <laughs> a teenager, yeah, but there are plenty of people who are size seven. They make size seven shoes in every single shoe in the size world. Size seven are always the ones that are left in sales <laughs> and on those the, little racks. Trust me, these are not left in in under your desk for three years Look, because of the shoes, size. They're sporty. What? They're elegant, and they're they're really. I would say someone who likes go getting and and being around town. <laughs> uh, Ma'am, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. 
But these are the shoes that Myra would buy if she was left on her own. My own mother, <laughs> who's in her 70s, what would else? consider these a very functional shoe. I don't mind if a 70-year-old wants these. I don't care. They've just been under my desk for three years. <clears throat> but I think they're a special shoe. They're beautifully made. And uh, if you can also have a look at Dermot Whelan official on my stories. Oh. You can also see a picture there on Instagram. Okay, imagine for a second people don't have the internet, okay? And you've uh. got... You've got a minute or so to sell these shoes, describe right. and sell these shoes. And I think we should do it in like in the way that they do on the best place in the world to sell anything, the QVC channel. <laughs> okay, so right. channel your inner QVC channel right. and, and go. Hi, guys. I, it's Dermot here with the deal of the century for you. I know you're just home from the pub and you've probably had seven pints in you. <laughs> But look what I've got for you. These are the boot. They're top class. Swiss designs made in Nepal and Portugal. They are so comfy, guys. The soles, they're ethically produced. And the best thing about them is in the name. Baboog. I'm not kidding you. They are made from 100% lamb's wool, and the lambs are petted 15 times every single day. Now, the price on these shoes is zero. Wow. That's right, they're free. Dermot had them under his desk. By the way, that's me as well. And I am... I just got to get them out of here, guys. But this price of free is ours locked in for the next 10 minutes. Oh. Feel that... Sean, get over here! Sean's here. He knows all about the shoe. Feel that. Feel that, Sean. What are you feeling? Wow, I feel... Um, Violated. I don't know what I feel, really. <laughs> uh, cheapness. Look at the stitching around the edges. That is pure craftsmanship. And again, the price on these is zero. They're free. Wow, you mean I can have these for nothing? You can have the shoes for nothing. You could give them to your mum. You can give them to your granny. But Dermot, how do I get my hands on the shoes? All you've got to do is call this number right now. And by call, I mean text or WhatsApp. <laughs> it's 87 102 That number again, 87 102 And remember, guys, this price won't last forever. <laughs> yes, it will. It will, actually. <laughs> So, look, they're fawn-coloured. They've got blue on the inside. The laces are stretchy and green. They can slip easily on and off if you've got a bad back. Don't forget the hideous finger... thing on the back of the sole, the well, back the, of the heel. It's got a little bit of a brown suede <laughs> thing going on at the back, and they're perfect if you're slightly infirm, <laughs> you've difficulty bending over, or if you've got Cardi B nails on today, these laces are perfectly low-maintenance. They smell. So, Get on to a shout. They smell fantastic, Sean. Because <laughs> they're right. new. Oh, God, we're crazy to be giving these away. 87 102 Get this price is locked in for 10, 10, hear me, 10 minutes. Herman is giving away a pair of shoes. Babook is the name of the shoes wow. Mother of God A lot of people said I can't believe that Dave is the cheek to slag off those shoes Considering the monstrosities that he wears on his feet Yeah And well, I'm not talking about those Daisy Crocs If you missed them yesterday uh, The Daisy Crocs um, Go to at Today FM You'll see everything that we put up there yesterday um, But yeah I mean he wears some other dodgy things on his feet Yeezys I mean do we 
Do we My need to go back runners. there again? No, I should have worn them today, actually. Although, somebody says after listening to the show yesterday, I ordered my new Crocs black and grey. I got a Croc update for you in Dave's World after 11 o'clock. We'll get to that. Uh, first of all, people are, have gotten us confused as per usual. Tell Dave my big female feet size 7 are a little offended. I think you'll find out what and Dave is over here saying that the size 7s are totally normal. Well, you size 7 is, is a bigger size for a lady. I, mean, I, I, I know this because I tried to give these away for three years <laughs> to every woman I came across and they all have roughly like five, size 5. Every woman seems to be size 5. My wife is a size 7 but even she didn't want them <laughs> <laughs> what a sales pitch F you Wheeler I'm a size 7 and a fella says the Mayo Tech guy uh, it's the vomit colour that kind of puts me off says another one Liam says do you get a bowling ball with them too <laughs> they don't look like bowling okay they do they look like they're wool sneakers and they're ethically made if you're eco if you're a fan of, of planet earth of mother Gaia these are the shoes for you <laughs> good god guys who is on the phone let's go to the phones and see who's ready to get these shoes from me. That's Dermot, by the way. Say hi to Angela and Cork. Hi, Angela and Cork. How are you? Hello, how are you? How much do you love shoes, Angela? Uh, a little bit. They're handy. <laughs> they are handy for <laughs> putting... They are useful for your feet and so are these. Have you seen the pictures of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're better off, Angela. Why do you think you need Babook wool shoes? Well, I was just going to help you out. Three years is an awful long time. You're taking them off me for pity reasons. Okay, (laughs) let's go to Roisin. She's also in Cork. Roisin, good morning. Roisin. Line three, guys. Roisin. No. She's chickened out the shoes with just... Oh, at North Angela. Angela. Yeah. You're going to go into the final. It could be you winning these shoes later on for Fantastic. free. <laughs> You've never even Thank seen you. them. You're welcome, Angela. If you want to look at these shoes, and by the way, if you get these shoes, is she on the phone? Roisin. Roisin. Hi, sorry, guys. Oh, God. It's okay. I've got great news. If you get these shoes, I'll also throw in the cardboard box they came in. Oh, wow. Wonderful. And wonderful. not just the cardboard box. The tissue paper in there oh, wow. and the original handwritten note by me, Dermot, to Galena, Dan and Alex and the whole Baboo team when I tried to give the shoes back. Oh, a collector's item. A collector's item. <laughs> Roshi, you're in the final as well. They are. Uh, listen, See you guys. later. Yes, it's time for Say Stuff that Suits the Music, where Dermot Wheel is going to say stuff off the top of his head <clears throat> to pieces of music he's never heard before that I will now play for him. Are you ready to rock? I am ready. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Sit back and listen to this tune. Oh, it's so oh, brilliant. Look at them do. Yeah, you know what to do this? Big box, little box, big box, little box. See that? See that? Whoa. Whoa. Look at what I'm doing with my head. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. It's tune. Just, oh, yeah. The best tune. Makes you just want to dance. Yeah. All right. All right. Woo. Right. Well, uh, you failed your driving test. Um, <laughs> just get out of the car. Elton John is back with a brand new tune about his love of stationery. Ring binder and a pack of post-it notes. Give me highlighter pens and paper clips and a manila 
Get the wool, get a wolf, chop it up into tiny pieces, put it into a pot, then add some uh, liquid and some carrots, and then what I like to do is totally rub it all around, and that's what we do for Sunday dinner. And look at here it is now. So just throw so, the salt and pepper on it, and there you go. That's baked wolf. Talk to me again soon. Bye. Sharon Shannon is back with a brand new track featuring Snoop Dogg. D-O-double-G I'm with Sharon at the Milltown Mad- Mal Bay Festival Willie Clancy in the house Yo Them beats are fire Sharon D-O-double-G <laughs> Drop it like it's hot whiskey Did you have your appendix removed in the 80s before keyhole surgery? Did you have a troublesome wart removed? Well, then you can be the next contestant on RTE's new hit show, Dancing with the Scars. That's right. We're looking for people who have scars from minor operations to hit the dance floor and show they've got what it takes. Dancing with the Scars. It's a cut above the rest. Raise your temperature now when you see the sexiness being offered by Dermot Whelan here. He's got a pair of lamb's wool shoes that he's been trying to give away for how long? Uh, three, three years. Three years. I'm not surprised they haven't gone anywhere. Oh, like, they just look like... You said earlier on shoes for the infirm. That's all I can keep thinking no, of. No, I, I think they're they're neat. They're a little bit preppy. So, you know, if you're a Doc no. Martin wearing or a Jordan type wearing, you probably wouldn't go for these. But if I've you're, got preppy shoes. These are not preppy. They're a little bit more summery, uh, maybe, than, than winter shoes. But they're made by Babook. They've been under my desk for since 2019. And... Um, never been worn perfectly clean size 7 I think that was the issue uh, they're a size 7 so you if know you, usually a tall woman or a smaller man if you're using shoe terminology of course you could now claim these are dead stock that's a shoe terminology meaning yes. they've never been on foot Emer saying yes and praise me to the <laughs> dead stock shoes are yours so and we've had people they're, who, they're Swiss designed um, that means absolutely nothing. If it was a watch that was Swiss designed, you might be impressed. But they're very eco-friendly. If you're planet conscious, these are the shoes for you. I'm sorry, I refuse to believe anything that was sourced in Nepal and is available in Ireland is eco-friendly. Where's the where's the carbon footprint on that journey from Nepal to Portugal to well, Ireland? No, they use the local workers to put them together, and they're finished off in Portugal. And how do they get to, from Nepal to Portugal and then back here? I don't know, but from a man who orders 50 things from China a day, you haven't got a leg to stand on. <laughs> no, I'm well aware. Okay, so we've had people on the phone who actually want to own these things. Angela was on to us earlier on from Cork. Roisin as well. 
and Alan Neville is on the line from Mayo now. Uh, don't forget, of course, that this is all culminated in a wonderful QVC-style programme where Dermot is looking to shift these shoes. Alan, how are you? How are things, lads? Hi, Alan, how are you? These are the shoes for you. Why do you want the shoes, Alan? I just think they're better looking than Crocs. Sorry, Dave. And let's face it, if I threw up on these shoes and then had them eaten by a dog, they would still look better than Dave's Crocs. How dare you? I know, Dermot, you said it. <laughs> well, so uh, you, you only want these because they're better looking than a pair of Daisy Crocs. <laughs> yeah. And are you a size 7? Uh, no, but I know someone who is. Oh, he's trying to win it for someone that you love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, these shoes are guaranteed to bring your relationship closer. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be, get them off you. Get those shoes off you. <laughs> can't stand them. Kieran's in Galway. Hi, Kieran. Say hi to QVC guy, Dermot. Hi, Kieran. Hi, how are things? Hey, how are you? These are Babook shoes. They're designed by the Swiss, and we know what they've done with watches. Just imagine what they can do for your shoes. The laces are elastic. The... You don't even have to tie them. I'm more interested in the Nepalese craftsmanship, I think. The Nepalese... Nepalese... Well, look, look no further than Nepal. <laughs> when you want quality shoemanship, the, the wool is from sheep. <laughs> As opposed to... A llama. Oh, okay, okay. Fair, fair. Of course. Kieran, I mean, why, what do you think? What suits you? Why should you get these shoes? Well, I've been threatening to get new shoes for a while now. Um, <laughs> Usually, if someone needs new shoes, they just get them. I mean, what's going to push you over the edge? Um, that they've been under a desk for three years. And they're free. I get it. I get it, Kieran. I get it. Okay. And remember, Kieran, if you get the shoes, you also get the cardboard box they came in <laughs> with the tissue paper and the note I wrote to the company that they never received. <laughs> Marie Wade's in Galway. Say hi, Marie. Marie, even. Marie. Hello, Marie. Hi, how are you? It's QVC Dermot here, and I'm so happy to talk to you, and I can't <laughs> believe the value we're giving. We must be crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, Marie, you're from Hedford in Galway. How stylish Hi. is Hedford? Oh, very, very stylish. Could you see yourself strolling down Main Street, Hedford, with a pair oh, of babooks? Oh, not a bother, not a bother. <laughs> Have you ever kept livestock? Um, no. <laughs> Usually people don't have to think that long and hard about it, Marie. It's a yes or no answer. Yes, I have. No, I have not. What's at the back? Birds. Birds. No, you don't own them. Birds. They're just near your house. Actually, they're sheep. They're sheep up the road. Nobody can. They're not yours, Marie. You're getting confused between birds and sheep. These shoes are perfect for you, Marie. They're okay. not made from birds. They're made from wool. And they're sustainable. They're eco-friendly. And oh, other God. things. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the shape of them they is just... absolutely is, oh. fantastic. Marie, they, okay. they suit you down to the Alan, ground. Alan, Kieran, Marie, I've picked a number in my head. Oh, no, and hang on. Well, Angela, Angela and Roshan are also here, oh, they're aren't also they? there, are yeah, they? Well, they're not here, but they're in the draw as well. Yeah, so Sean's oh. going to throw things at well, you. Well, I can't do it that way, then. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's just because we're desperate to give these away and someone is going to wear... A babook pair of shoes. 
been under my desk since before COVID. Sean, throw the pieces of paper with the contestants' names on them at uh, Dermot's Give us a drone. shoes. The drone, yeah, let's make it very exciting. Go! Oh, we have a clear winner, guys. A piece of paper landed right beside my left shoe. Will it be Roisin? Will it be Angela? Will it be Alan? Will it be Kieran, the farmer? Or will it be Marie, who may or may not own some birds? <laughs> let's, well, let's find out. Deliver the news. The winner of uh, the winner of these babook shoes originally sent us a text saying, guys, I'm a size 7. I'm a go-getter and I like getting about town. Wow! The winner is Kieran in Galway! Yeah, Kieran! Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Kieran, you were threatening to get new shoes and now you have new shoes! I know, isn't that great? Now I don't have to walk around barefoot. It's... It's more than great, Kieran. It's fantastic. <laughs> and have a babook day, my friend. <laughs> These are on the way. Do you want the original message that I wrote to the factory when I said they're too small? Please send me other ones. But then I never posted. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you Frame it. got it. Frame it. All we ask is that you take a picture of yourself in your babooks, wearing them with pride, and send us a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Well Kieran, guys. <laughs> congratulations, my friend. The terrible shoes are going to you. Congratulations. Have a good day. Good luck. Thanks. And bye, guys, bye, if bye, anyone bye. does want to send anything to Babook, their address is Care of Galena, Babook, Chemin de Cossel Sank, 1020 Renans, Switzerland. <laughs> 1020 Renans. <laughs> oh, lads. Oh, wow. Thank you, QVC. I have so Dermot. much other stuff under my desk. We should do this every day. QVC for Dermot's desk. You may know our next guest as Tommy Shelby from the iconic TV series Peaky Blinders. But Killian Murphy has recently taken on a new project. He has a new book coming out titled Ian Vaugh, the empathy book for Ireland. With over 80 contributors, the book aims to show that no matter how big or small, empathetic actions have a massive impact. Well, we're delighted to say Killian is on the line to chat all about it. Morning, Killian. Morning, Dermot. How are you? Great, man. Good to talk to you. How has uh, was your summer? Uh, it was good, thanks. I had a very relaxing summer, saw you, which is always good. Is it really? I mean, a yeah. relaxing summer seeing Dermot, I would think. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed you saw me. Normally, I, I stand so far back in the garden uh, watching you that you don't normally see me looking in through the windows. But, you know, must be that luminous top I was wearing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it was great. And obviously, you know, you have to take time off because you're, you're filming for long stretches. So uh, nice to decompress after all of that. Yeah, I, I tend to find it works for me if I like work half the year and then just don't work the second half if possible it doesn't always work out like that but that's what I try and yeah it's a difficult one to pitch to your boss I'll be honest <laughs> we I tried mean, that one. weekends but I'm definitely not going to be here from July on just like how do you feel I know I know I'm very lucky I feel bad but that's what I, that's what I try and do uh, well, look you're involved with a beautiful uh, project called Ian Vaugh and it's probably an Irish word that uh, a lot of people may not have come across even after our 75 years of learning Gaelic in school um, but it yeah. does of course mean empathy and tell us about the project because uh, it, I think it's just coming from a wonderful place Yes, so the book is called Ian Vaugh and it's the empathy book for Ireland and it's out now in the shops um, 
And so the book was um, was something that we had been talking about for ages, just to try and get this idea of empathy into the common vernacular vocabulary. We want people to start talking about it. And, you know, we're um, promoting this uh, program of empathy in schools. It's all, already been rolled out in a lot of schools across the country, secondary schools. The world is very fractious at the moment, and I think it's a difficult place to exist, particularly as a young person now. And, you know, young people exist an awful lot of the time online, and I think that's uh, it takes great demands from people, great emotional demands from young people online. And this whole thing about empathy is just, it's about connection. Um, it's about, I suppose the most basic description is it's, you know, walking in uh, someone else's shoes or seeing mm. someone else's perspective and so the course in the school is brilliant it, there's sort of four um, key learning areas from it and the school is understanding empathy practicing empathy uh, overcoming barriers to empathy and then eventually putting empathy into action and we've done um, studies on these kids in school that have actually been through the course and uh all the kids showed higher levels of um, empathy. Mm. And there's a wonderful list of people involved in the book. You have Michael D. Higgins in there, you have Hosier, you have The Edge, Blind Boy, Mary Coughlin, uh, Melda May, Brendan O'Connor. You like you have, a, you have a big sort of a... Hey, Dermot Whelan. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very honoured to be included in it myself as well, but it's a, it's a lovely mix of people. Um, yes, and, and, and you know, not just well-known people. There's well-known people in there for sure because, you know, we want, we want to sell copies, but there's, there's obviously... Um, it's, it's a lovely cross-section of just Irish society, I think. That list of people Dermot read out sounded like a really fascinating dinner party until you realised that Dermot was also going there as well. So <laughs> I was just a, a part of the catering setup. <laughs> Jokes aside, I, I want to thank you actually, Killian, for asking me to be involved in the book. Um, mm. Because the bit I wrote about it is, it's called Empathy for My Mother. And, and I and the rest of my family have been dealing with uh, my mom having dementia over, over the last few years and it kind of gradually getting worse as, as that condition tends to do. And yeah. actually writing it was a really cathartic experience for me. And, I, you know, anyone listening, I suppose, who has dealt with a, a relative or a loved one who's, who's gone through that experience knows how, how difficult it can be. And often you, you just don't talk about it because it's, you know, it's not the kind of thing you just drop in at the water cooler, you know, or the queue, yeah. the queue for your cappuccino in the morning. You know, it's like, oh, hi, uh, you know, you're looking great today. Oh, my mother forgot who I am. You know, it's, yeah. it's not something that you drop in. But actually, writing the piece was really helpful for me to 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 process it, and and I guess to put me in a position where I could look at my mom with nothing but empathy for her situation as as yeah. parts of her wonderful personality seem to disappear before my eyes so yeah. anyway I, I, I guess I haven't had the chance to say that to you um, but I just wanted to say thanks for giving me that opportunity to, well, well, to go well, there Well thanks for contributing and I think that there's many pieces in the book that are like that and, and that's what we hope is that people will find a connection with with different essays and thoughts, and there's poetry in there as well. Like your, yours is a poem, and I and I and I I, I think that's that's what we want. Yeah, well, definitely the program that you're talking about will definitely help on that. Um, yeah. What have you been doing during the the first half of the year when you were working? If you're putting your feet up nowadays, um, was there anything exciting you can tell us about? Are you sworn to secrecy in all your projects? Uh, no, I, I first half of the year I was working on a, a film called um, Oppenheimer, directed by Christopher Nolan, and we sh we we we've finished shooting that at the end of May. So since then I've been just just 
not acting. Not acting. And when when has that got a release date? Is it next year? That comes out next July, yes. July. Yeah, well, that's going to be a, a massive one, isn't it? I mean, Oppenheimer, he was the man behind the H-bomb, am I right in thinking that? Uh, the atomic bomb. Atomic bomb, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I just yeah, yeah. up on my bombs. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a challenging role, I would say, and Christopher Nolan is always a, a demanding director, who I know you've obviously worked with in the past and, and the you know Batman series, but y- you work well together, but I, I, I imagine he cracks the whip. Yeah, it was a fast shoot. We we shot it really, really fast. It's a very ambitious project. Um, and I think, sadly, it's a, a very relevant story, uh, you know, consider, considering what's happening um, in the world today, and particularly in Ukraine. And, and uh, it, it's, 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 uh, it's never gone away, this, this, this threat of, of nuclear disaster. And, um, but it's a fascinating story about sort of America in the 20th century it's a fascinating story of this man and and his life and how he got to this point in his life and yeah it was a great it was a big challenge yeah he's he's he's, he's challenging because the, the Chris Nolan is challenging because he's the best you know and mm. uh, um, that's what you want as an actor you want to be pushed um, and um you don't, I don't feel like I've properly worked unless I've really been pushed. Peaky Blinders, people are obviously still so in love with that show. Um, the sixth and final season is going to hit Netflix this month. I know uh, BBC showed it, but Netflix is really where the global audience really sinks yeah. their teeth into it. I did, I was reading something online. Uh, Stephen Knight, the writer, was saying that he the, the script for the film was almost there, he said. Um, that sounds exciting. Yeah, I believe so. I've I've still not read it, but you know that that's the plan. The plan is to make uh, a film and to kind of continue the story, uh, but in in the cinematic world rather than on the television. The television part of the story is finished. So yeah, I mean, if there's more story to tell, I'm there. I just I just haven't read it yet, but mm. it, it's close apparently. Well, um, we have all that to look forward to, and you also have going to your local chipper with the Peaky Blinder haircut <laughs> to look forward to as well. <laughs> yeah, always a joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of uh, beanies uh, being used around that time. Uh, Gillian, thank you so much for joining us. Ian Vaugh is the name of the book, the Empathy Book for Ireland. So if you get a chance, pick it up. As Gillian said, 100% of all proceeds will go directly back into the Activating Social Empathy Education Programme in Ireland Schools and Youth Work Organisations. Killian Murphy, always a pleasure. Thanks. Glad sound. Thanks, Mel. Pamela joins us here. Pamela, before we go any further, you need to make a decision. Oh, God. For the music of this bit of the show, you can have number one or number two. Uh, <laughs> number one is recommended. <laughs> oh, okay. Is, is recommended by one of my daughters, and number two is recommended by other, my other my daughter. Do you want to know who recommended it? I feel like who? Nina and I are the same. Okay, that's number so one then. Here we go. It's your birthday today. It's your birthday today. There's a cat licking your birthday cake. It's your birthday today. It's your birthday cake. There's a cat licking your birthday cake is Nina's favourite birthday song. Good call, Nina. I told you Nina and I are one. Happy Look, birthday, Pamela. It's not Thank just you any much. birthday. It's 3 0. Big dirty 30. Big dirty 30. Yeah. So you celebrated this last weekend yes, in because Galway. The radio awards are on this weekend. Yeah. And I'm not going to miss a party. And you're not, so. So you also don't want you know your birthday diluted by something like the radio awards. Oh, God, I mean, no. come There's on. There's too many egos in that room. I wouldn't get a look in. No. Uh, may I say that you've dressed kind of more grown up today? I'm 30. Yeah. I'm actually, well, John knows something funny. I'm wearing tights, which I never wear, um, and they don't really fit, so I have an extra pair of knickers <laughs> over the tights to keep them up. <laughs> <laughs> New song. Hot, 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 
the greatest bit of information we've ever had on the show. <laughs> you, put sock, you put knickers on over the tights as well. Oh, so and good. it keeps them up. She did so, not know this. Incredible. So su- Superman, effectively. Essentially, yeah. Or so super look, girl. it's either you're smart and 30 or you're... 30 and you're wearing two pairs of knickers. Uh, do you know what? As you get older, you just get more practical. I think so. <laughs> you know, Thank it's you. okay. Embrace it. Yeah, and they're not really working to uh, We're going to switch music now. We're going to switch music to this music because we've got a new present. <gasps> uh, now, I... <laughs> Dave has his doubts about this present. I wanted to get you, you know, a new top, uh-huh. uh, a jacket, uh-huh. a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. Dermot was in charge of presents. Pamela... <laughs> <laughs> For your birthday, me and Dave would like to present you with a voucher for a psychic. You do love it. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> I've actually been trying to find one for ages. <laughs> well, you can thank <laughs> Uncle Dermot. I didn't think psychics would take him. Well, right, some sort of card payment. <laughs> he has a card. Of course, he knows you're coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, oh, that's uh, such a good gift. Keith down in George's Arcade uh, is going to hook you up with a reading. Yes! Keith, I mean, Keith. I mean, his <laughs> name is Keith. <laughs> it doesn't get much more psychic than that. Oh, that's the best present ever. The really? Guys. Oh, truly. I want oh, the clairvoyant oh. Keith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come in and tell you everything that Keith says. Do tell us what yes. Keith says. I know. Um, he's going to be like, you're wearing two pairs of knickers. You can tell. You can say, I'm 30. Tell me what's happening what's for the next 10 years. Because oh. he'll definitely know. Yeah. No, he will. Big things. Oh, that's a brilliant gift. Thank you so much. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pamela. Thank you, guys. Have Love yourselves you. a cracking day. Christmas time. What? No. What? We're, talking, we're talking about Christmas time. We're not doing it, Dave. We're not doing Christmas music. You know the pre-Halloween rule. Come on. <sighs> Let's talk about money then. Okay, fine, fine. Have you started getting your few bits for you know what? <laughs> we can say it. <laughs> it's coming ever closer to the 25th of December. And with the things the way they are at the moment, cost saving will absolutely be top of your mind. Sinead Ryan from the Irish Independent and News Talks, the home show, has some tips on how to save a few bob without turning full Grinch. That Please, is always Sinead. the worry, Sinead, I'm isn't it? a bit of a Grinch, I'll have to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think, um, sorry in advance to all listeners for doing any C. I, <laughs> I don't know why everyone's so afraid of the word it's Christmas it's on the way we can't avoid it yeah we can't avoid it and you know the way it is this year I know costs are really high and energy bills are coming in and all that but we've had two rotten years of Christmas where we were told to be meaningful without meeting anybody yeah, all of that. Yeah. people do want a bit of fun a bit of excitement but yeah. um, it is expensive maybe this year the splurging won't be as bad. You've got some nice tips, though, in terms of, you know, presence is the big expense, yeah, really, isn't uh, it? I'm a planner. I really am, and I think that's the key. So I'm going to start by asking both of you a question. Mm. How many, on the conscious that you're blokes, how many Christmas gifts have you already bought? <laughs> uh, zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah, well, you have till, of course, December 24th to start thinking about <laughs> exactly. that. Doesn't but everyone? <laughs> for regular people, as in women, uh, we, we do have to start thinking about it now. So, Yes, planning is the thing. And I'm known as list lady uh, because my phone is just uh, full of lists. I have a list about the lists I have. And 
this is a top tip, right? So I have two lists running at the moment on my phone. The first is gifts I have to buy for people. Mm. And the reason I have it on my phone er- this early is because invariably I'll spot something in a shop and go, oh, that'd be lovely for Auntie Mary. And I buy it. And then come the middle of December, I go, oh, crikey, I haven't got anything for Auntie what, Mary. Yeah, what do we get? Or more, more importantly, where yeah. is it? Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Yeah. So make a list of everybody you have to buy for and roughly what you're going to spend on them Mm. okay because every family and every group is different do you know Uh, and then my second list is the stuff I need in terms of food groceries my kitchen that kind of thing okay Uh, and the reason for that list is that every single week between now and Christmas when I'm in the supermarket I'll pick one item off that list and buy it um, so it's not that it's going to cost any less it's just it's going to be spread. spread out so it might be a bottle of booze be careful of that make sure you put it away and don't tell anyone where it is yeah <laughs> don't tell yourself where <laughs> it you is you need a stiff chin at some point um, but it could be it could be kind of turkey tin foil. it could be a little stocking filler it could be it doesn't matter what it will, will there be do you think will there be uh, deals on those Christmassy things between now and then that you need to keep your so like you might just say I'll randomly buy the booze but maybe the turkey tinfoil will be on special in early December see, it or won't. the day it'll be on special is the 26th of December <laughs> okay now, right. if you're super smart that's the day to buy your Christmas crackers <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look it, probably not because I mean we know the way prices are going anybody doing their supermarket shop at the moment is already kind of going crikey how much yeah. uh, so I, I'm not seeing any thing and remember we have the cost the cost price unit pricing is gone now on the booze so they're not allowed not allowed yeah yeah talk to us about the book idea that you have with your friends yeah so i'm in a book club like lots of people and um we used to buy kind of christmas gifts and all that and then we moved to chris kindle so we picked out one name and we spent 30 or 40 quid on that person we changed it now so we buy we buy somebody in the group a book but it can be a second-hand book. It has to be a book where you have to think about what are their interests, what would mm. they like, what would be unusual for them. And it really makes you work for it. But the point is it costs about two quid. Right. Yeah. So everybody gets a laugh when they open it. It tells a story. It's a bit of fun. Um, but, but we haven't spent a lot of money. And I think that Chris Kindle idea is an absolute uh, game-changer in family groups, in work groups, um, where you haven't done it before just to sit down and start having those conversations how about doing a little bit different like you you, you could end up with kind of five or eight gifts that cost a tenner yeah because you could apply that same book club logic to another group of friends and it wouldn't have to be books exactly. but it could be a thoughtful gift as opposed to let's say exactly. oh group of friends okay 50 quid each and you, you know go we, fiver. We, can, we can take an unusual lead here we can take our lead from the from the British royal family mm-hmm. because they do Chris Kindle every year uh, but they're not allowed to spend more than five pounds wow. on the gift so you're four. So when you've all the money in the world... Five King Charles anything, Pounds. Five King Charles <laughs> Pounds. Actually, finding one of those coins, that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, so it's a super idea because it forces you into being thoughtful. But at the same time, you're only doing one gift. Mm. Who is so, the brave person, though, in the group who suggests this that then doesn't seem like the Oh, I'm, I'm afraid that's me. I'm sorry. I'm so you just, you just have to step up and be the person. You have to be the person. But do you know what you're going to find when you do that? I guarantee you there's going to be people in that group going, oh, thanks. I'm glad somebody said it. Yeah. You know? I know. Like it's a super idea. So either pick an item like a book or a, or mm. a, a DVD or well, I don't know, there's no DVDs anymore, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or um, you just say, right, we'll set a limit and you have to be really creative. What's the Pringles 
saving challenge. Pringles challenge. Now, this is one for all family and it's great for kids because, you know, like a lot of us aren't dealing with cash uh, a lot of the time anymore, Mm -hmm. but there's still cash all over the place, coins and and bits in the car and behind the sofa and all that kind of thing. So I got a Pringles a jar. Now, the great thing about this is you get to eat all the Pringles first. <laughs> for most yeah. important it doesn't thing. work with it full. Yeah. And you cut a hole in the top of the of the yolk, right? And over a year, so so you're doing this for next Christmas because I like to pre-plan that mm. much. Christmas 2024. <laughs> um, so you cut a hole in the top, a, a slot, and you you start off with one cent on the 1st of January. And each day you put in an extra cent. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. So even at the height of the year, you're only putting in three euros 65, right? Right, right, right. But the point is, because most people people don't do maths and can't apply maths, um, you're going to have 668 euros in there. In the Pringle tube? In the Pringle tube. But the difficulty is finding the coins these days. I have, I'm, I don't know, when the last time I well, saw coins you know in my house? You can do it in a Revolut vault. Well, it's you know, about that's the discipline. Mo- it's, not okay. about the, it's not about the amount. You can't eat the revenue. <laughs> My 10-year-old has a little shop that he and his friend Jamie w- run outside our front door and they go up and they buy things in bulk and sell them to passers-by. Genius. You know what they did? Because I started getting, my phone started going, mm-hmm. I was like, what, Revolut? I was like, why am I getting like 50 cent? <laughs> they put up a, my my Revolut ID. They hung it on the front of the of the table and went, Fantastic. it's because everyone, not everyone, but some people go, I don't have any change. And they went, that's fine, just Revolut my dad. <laughs> and then I had to give them all the money. I like him already. Now, yeah. the, the thing is, of course, he's to get it back from you. <laughs> yeah, well, I need to pay tax on his income, of course, uh, if anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love the Pringle idea. It's in your account. Not <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm the one in trouble. Absolutely. Uh, um, the savings in general, though, right? Like, so it's all, it's all well and good now. We're in October, but yeah. there's still time, isn't there, to put a couple of quid aside so that because there's going to be a situation between now and the end of the year where you go, oh, Auntie Mary, like you said. Yeah, and I mean, look, we we have this thing in Ireland, and and it is a peculiarly Irish thing. We are absolutely brilliant savers, but if you ask anybody, you line up ten people on the street outside and you say, do you have any money, any savings? They go, no, can't mm. afford it. We have a hundred and forty billion euros in household deposits in banks and post offices and prize bonds and all. Nothing to a corporation or companies, 140 billion. We're actually really good at saving. So how about, there's only 11 weeks to go, right? Sorry about that. Um, But even at a tenner a week, somewhere in the house in an envelope don't tell anyone where it is, that's 110k quid. That's your groceries for Christmas Day sorted. Mm. Done. That's your turkey, your ham and your your veg. Uh, 25 quid a week if you have it if you can cobble it together if you can sacrifice somewhere else 275 quid that's yeah, a whole bunch of that's a lot of money it is you know? a lot of money it's just about between now and then because the problem is we tend to wait until the middle of Christmas month and go oh Christmas is coming Everything. somebody should have told us yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, Sinead you know some some of the things you know you're saying we, we just need to keep hearing over and over again because you know we tend to just <laughs> yeah, say, say what the Oasis song uh, says that we're about to play whatever we worry about <laughs> later Sinead Ryan from the Irish Independent and News Talks The Home Show thanks for joining us this morning we were talking about how to save money before Christmas Sinead Ryan from the Irish Indo was in with us earlier giving us some tips I liked her Pringle tube using it as a money box idea yeah over Uh, the course of a year or something you end up with like loads of money for Christmas yeah it was pretty cool Uh, Elaine is in Kildare hello Elaine hi there how are you great Dermot here Dave's here as well we're intrigued about your how you can use WhatsApp to save money (laughs) 
<laughs> well, first of all, I did that one cent, two cent, three cent thing, and it became a bit of a pain in the ass kind of thing because you'd skip ten days and they'd have to go back and top it up and that kind of thing. Right. You know? So anyway, we set up a WhatsApp group in work, uh, just four of us, and it's called Money Bags. So we went into Tiger, got smash open pig money box. He comes with a hammer. Yeah. He can't get at the money. So we decided every Monday we were going to put a tenner into the pig. All oh, right. And so, how long are you going to do it for? A year. Oh, my God. So tenner a week yeah. into the. So hang on, four of you, though. So for yeah. 40 no, a week? No, no, no. Just four of us. So you've got, all got your own individual pigs? Yes. Wow. Okay. So tenner a week yeah. for a year. My maths isn't a tenner great. A week, every Monday. Hard to pig. I just love the idea so, of a work WhatsApp group is going around saying, lads, don't forget to feed the pig. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do, though. You mean? So, Every Monday, there's a bing on the WhatsApp and it's feed the pig, feed the pig. Okay, <laughs> brilliant. Because that's, so that's what the WhatsApp group is for, is to remind each other to put the tenor in. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, what, like, if you yeah. don't have money on you, I rarely have cash on me these days. Like, do you have to go out to an ATM and get them cash? Well, that's up to you to feed the pig. Now and again, I'd say when I break him, like, we started on the last Monday... No, we started the first Monday of December last year. Right. And then we finished on the last Monday of November. Oh, that's great. So how much money then is... Obviously, I'm too, it's about 500 quid, is it? 520 quid. Well, now, the only thing is, now and again, you mightn't have changed on a Monday, so you might end up with an extra tenner in there because you probably put in 20. Okay. Oh, you might even kind of, like, you know, bump yeah. it up in the summertime if you're feeling yeah, flahoolock. Yeah. What did you do with yeah. the cash? Oh, well, there'll be a bit of two Elaine from Elaine, lots of love. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's the way as to do well it. As well as that, then it can just go on Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's it. You literally will have 520 quid. That'll feel like it's out of nowhere, even though obviously it's not. But, like, it yeah. will feel that way. If only the yeah, Trocra yeah, box people had thought of the um, smashable pig. Like, the Trocra box was too easy to get at. <laughs> oh, so if they had had yeah. a pig. With a hammer, yeah. there's no way. Like your parents would absolutely know if you were robbing money. I'd say that would have been you would have been you would have been breaking the money out, buying super glue and back <laughs> together. Uh, yeah. This is a brilliant idea, Elaine. Fair play to you. Yeah, so I like Christmas it. Bonus is on the way. Yeah, so exactly. What's that pig. Uh, All right, thanks. Here, did you feed the pig this week? Yes, actually, I thought of it yesterday or not yesterday, Tuesday in work, and I said, "Oh Jesus, let the pig." So anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope he's nice and fat now, ready for Christmas. And uh, lovely to talk to you, Elaine. All right, cheers, guys. Bye, bye and see you later. Bye, bye. Dermot David is today FM. If you want to drop her a text or a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice on into us, you can do that on 87 102 We might get back to you. We might not because we'll probably be on the red carpet. Darlings, darlings, it's all happening tonight in Kilkenny. So great to see you here. It's been mm. it's been forever. Air kiss. Mm. Mm. It's the radio awards, people. It's the it's the Irish Oscars of radio. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good way to describe it. Everyone goes into a room. Yeah, it's a big room. Back in person, of course, it's been uh, remote for the last couple of years. It generally, traditionally happens in the Lyrath Hotel in Kilkenny. And for Lyrath some reason, Estate, very beautiful place. They keep having us back. I don't know why, but Something they do. Something wrong with them, I think. Yeah, Lutons for punishment. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be some crack, though. It's basically everybody from the radio industry, uh, from the presenters to the producers to the teams behind the guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's everyone looking at each other sideways and uh, bitching about the other radio station beside you at the table next to you. That's kind of it, really. And uh, then everyone is like really 
you know, in, in all their glad rags and finery at around sort of, you know, 6.30 and they're sipping Proseccos in the foyer of the lovely hotel and then it becomes absolute carnage. <laughs> the carnage. And there have been ambulances called in the past, <laughs> literally blood on the dance floor. All of those stories are literally about our Emer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah. taken the day off to prepare herself for the big event because she needs to make sure she doesn't get some kind oh, of a lasting injury. There is so much fake tan being slathered on in Radioland today. Well, actually, that's just the lads. It's very exciting today because there's a number of reasons why this is going to be cool. But I think one of the key reasons why it's going to be cool is because our producer, Maria, is joining us from her maternity leave and coming to the Lyra. Hi, Maria. Hi. I wouldn't miss a party. Oh, darling. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Looking amazing. <laughs> what frock are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Oh, my God. The nightmare that was trying to find a dress when you still kind of look pregnant, but you're not pregnant. <laughs> it's a disaster. I d- seven dresses I sent back. That's no word of a lie. You're kidding. I ended, up getting, I ended up getting like this black, it's kind of a stretchy material, uh, and it was just like a normal black dress, so I had to just stick on some bling. Oh, well, no better woman to stick bling mm-hmm. to something than you. Isn't seven dresses oh, well. some kind of a rom-com? <laughs> Uh, 27 dresses Okay right. <laughs> A bit to go itself. Seven returned dresses like Is Maria's new <laughs> rom-com uh, Are you bringing Fia with you Any chance we go And see her at the party uh, No chance no. no kids allowed No, no kids no. allowed No no, no. Of course no. Everybody knows Like the, the real reason You're going to the radio awards Is to sit between me and Dave Because <laughs> there's a heck of a rivalry Going on Because both myself and Dave yeah. Are nominated for best presenter and yeah. whew, things could get really, really Sorry, who, who said that? I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> some some voice is just annoying me. Uh, so, uh, sorry, uh, both of us are nominated for best presenter. Guys, who do you think the best presenter is? <laughs> is it going to be me? I'm Dave. I'm the presenter with the voice like this. Or is it going to be your man over there? I'm Dermot, the other guy. Of course, the trophy's coming home to me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are people talking like that? Like, what? That, was, that was totally normal radio <laughs> chats. We I do know like when it. that category comes up. Yeah, it is. And the funny thing is, of course, sorry, we should say Dermot Whelan, for the 74th year in a row, is the host of the radio. Hey. Thank you. I feel like Billy Crystal these days. <laughs> but Dermot Whelan, the, what's, the wages. What's, what's always funny for me is seeing the awkwardness of Dermot having to hand over the presenting reins when the category that he's nominated in slash we're nominated in comes up because he can't obviously read out his own name because oh, yeah. he's guaranteed to win. Gonna win the presenter of the year. He can't say himself, <laughs> but he has to hand over to someone else, which is always brilliant. He stands awkwardly to the side, and I'm sitting there rubbing my hands. Oh, we've glee. had some fun. Uh, one of the staff members from the kitchen did it yes, one year. That's right. That was good crack. And uh, I think there was a cleaning, uh, uh, or it was a lady for yeah, it was a lady who was uh, cleaning in the bar area. Came yeah. out to it another time, yeah. so that was fun. Have you any idea who's doing it this year when you can't do it? Uh, I think it's probably a dignitary from the uh, from Imro. A dignitary, Maria. Did you hear that? He's high as the dignitaries. Have I? I've no hope of winning this if he's hanging out with the dignitaries. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, he's greasing a few palms. He's getting things going backstage. I hear you. What's going on, uh, the, Maria? The show is nominated for lots of awards, and to be fair to you, you work so hard putting these awards together. Yeah, the entry so it was a three twelve hours. Three 12 hour days when I was uh, nine months pregnant. <laughs> yep. And we really <laughs> helped so, you out. That was the main win. thing. If we don't win, I'm going to storm on the stage and punch the presenter. <laughs> well, actually, we don't know what's hey, going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Maria, we don't know what's going to happen because Colin Minogue, who joined our yeah. team not that long ago, and obviously the last time the awards were on was a virtual thing, Colin Minogue is attending 
His first ever yes. Imro Award. He's, he's an Imro Award virgin, which is something we oh haven't seen gosh. a lot of. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Save it for tonight. Put that one down. Put that one down. Put that down. Carl, this is it. This is your first. You got the you got the Imro Awards haircut. Nice yeah, fade. Fresh Six fade. fade. Yeah. Fresh Imro yeah. fade. Suit dry clean. <laughs> Suit's ready to go. So championship haircut. <laughs> what have you got? Suit wise. I'm, I'm actually wearing the suit that I wore for Maria's wedding. Yeah. Okay. You know, cost of living and Blake. all that. Yeah. You know, it is black tie. No, I've had this conversation with a lot of people around the, the office. They said it's grand <laughs> to go without them. Why are you laughing at that? Everyone because tells them. I the don't want this to be some sort grand. of like Imro prank. And I come, I'm the only one that's not wearing a black suit. I was told it's no, okay. Do you, remember, do you remember one year uh, all the lads came in um, suits and Converse? And then they were all like, kicked out, Converse. <laughs> Look, if you want to be the one guy I that do stands not like your facial expression. <laughs> Carl made me send a picture of his suit to the, the chairperson of Imro yeah. to see if he could wear that suit to the <laughs> What did the chairperson say? You'll he be grand. grand. You'll be yeah. grand. Hey, that's because the chairperson didn't want to fork out for a tuxedo. Yeah. Well, look, it's not as if you know, someone from your show is going to be on stage with a microphone with the ability to slag you off. <laughs> no, please, it's my oh, first time. Here's the thing. When we win our, our gaggle of awards, this is the hashtag cursing the whole thing, you're going to have to come up on stage, so everyone's going to see you. Oh, I'm nervous enough, lads. <laughs> I'm nervous, Maria. Carl, uh, you'll be fine. As long as you stand next to Dave, because nobody will be looking at you, they'll all be looking at how weird Dave stands when he's wearing a suit. (laughs) For anyone who doesn't know, Dave has a special I'm in a suit stance. Uh, He stands bolt upright, puts the shoulders back and... uh, Way back. Way back, and walks around like he's just acquired a, a multi-million euro business. <laughs> I can't help it. I, I'm never more uncomfortable than when I'm in a suit. It is li- I'd rather be in the nip right, my than favorite, be in a suit. My favourite year of you was when you decided not to wear a tie, but you had like a work shirt on, and you were standing like that with the shoulders back and the chest out, and you you didn't look like you just bought a multi-million euro company. Right. You looked like you wanted to take everyone out to the car park for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same year and I had slightly longer hair than usual and I slicked it back in some weird oh, I was having a bad time <laughs> Jesus anyway I don't care about it. all I care about is I'm going to get to hang around with Maria Devereaux tonight it's going to be the crack Maria Maria are you looking forward yeah. more to the sesh or the actual being in a room by yourself with loads of sleep so I this is my plan right I'm going to have the dinner I'm going to drink the wine and Dave uh, you need to get them to fill up your white uh, white Maria I am well well versed in looking after Maria and I get double wine exactly (laughs) they walk around to me and they go red or white I go white of course the wine goes in and my left hand just takes it and puts it right in front of Maria's table (laughs) so that uh, there's that part then being handed dinner like is going to be the most amazing feeling someone's going to hand me a plate of food that I didn't make so I'm going to eat the dinner (laughs) then I might have one or two more glasses of wine then I'm going to bed and I'm going to have the best sleep ever. And then I'm booked into the spa <gasps> tomorrow morning. You genius. Clever. You absolute yeah. genius. What are you getting? A body scrub. Body scrub. That is brilliant. Yeah. That is that is the way to do the Imros in fairness, is to do it exactly yeah, like that. Is. To go and be booked in the following day so you can just chill out. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to need one of you to stay 
late at the Emeralds so you can tell me all the gossip tomorrow. Okay, I'll do that for you. I'll do it for the team. Cahill will definitely be there. Pat in Port Arlington reckons Cahill should wear the jersey we made up for him under his suit so that then during the night he can rip open his shirt and have our faces on it. (laughs) Cahill is a cutie pie. XOXO. Not happening. Uh, And who's nominated for Best Supporting DJ? Dermot or Dave, says Vinny. (laughs) We'll find out later on, so we will. Well, look, best of luck to you, Dave. Oh, listen, Dermot, I I, I really hope you and you deserve it. You definitely You're right, I do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and John and Gory says, best luck tonight, guys, and to everyone at Today FM. You'll clean up for sure. Asha, we'll see later on what the crack is. You know, with Dermot Hosen, surely he'll just give all the Today FM people the awards. <laughs> um, surely someone can sponsor Call the Tux, says Eamon in Kilkenny. Eamon, if you know anyone in Kilkenny who can do that, maybe we can get him out of his wedding suit. But I'm sure, as the chairperson said, he'll be grand. And actually be funny if he's wearing the wrong suit as well. So Yeah, because like... You know, there's always some, you know, the odd person who wears the suit, but 99% of people I are in toxic. It's people who want to make, you know, want to make that uh, that first fine. Imrose imp- impression yeah, on everybody. Look, you'll just be lumped in with the crazy radio people uh, <laughs> who have some outlandish tux and they want to be noticed. Uh, hope no Crocs will show up at the awards, Dave. Call says a text. Obviously, I'm wearing a tuxedo with my Daisy Crocs. I mean, come on. They're, they're VK vibes. Everyone will be in a Croc the following morning. <laughs> it's, it's, great, it's great fun to stop off at the nearest services to Kilkenny because that's how far generally people get before they have to pull over and you see them like in the forecourt gulping back Lucasade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there actually I need to charge them. I'm an electric car down to um, thing and back again so I'll need to find the services on the way back up and probably charge up to get myself back. Surely a charge will get you in, oh, if in I, modern cars you can get from Dublin to Kilkenny on a single charge. Yeah, but I have to go Dublin, Kilkenny, Kilkenny, Dublin and I've done the stupid thing of letting the charge go down to the week because I was busy. So I haven't kept you it just like up. parking up in forecourts and charging and then standing beside your car going, see my car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Very happy with that. <laughs> Look at it. Oh, I'm just stretching beside my car. What, my 550 rig horsepower? <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Everyone have a look. Is that it? <laughs> sure, look at Isn't that it? Let's see who can win it. Is it going to be Michelle Kinsler in Clotterhead? Hello, Michelle. Ah, good morning and happy Friday. How and the are we same to you. Great. How are you doing? Ashram, great. Up since ten to six this morning. Every walk, day is good. Ooh, God Almighty, you are inspiring. And just a sprinkling of smog. <laughs> <laughs> Deservedly so. If you've got I, your half your day done at ten o'clock in the morning. I have a feeling though that the, this morning, Michelle, you're, we're not the first people you've told that you got up at ten to six and had a walk. Have you told someone else? (laughs) Did you ring around everyone at ten past six and go, I've been up since ten to six, I've half the day done. Well, yeah, there was something like that, yeah. Good for you. I'll not tell a lie. It's 10 o'clock and I had the um, 10,000 steps done. 10,000 steps done by 10 a.m. Now get out there and give us another 10. (laughs) Michelle, my PC is P for 750 euro. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking it might be my paint colour is pink. Well, actually, Dermot Whelan very generously gave me a guitar that was, in fairness, rotting away in some corner of his attic. Mm. And he wanted to know, should he throw it in the skip or give it to me? I, when I got back up off the floor, I said, obviously, give it to me. <laughs> that guitar you gave me, Dermot, yeah. was black. It was. It is now pink. It is shocking fluorescent pink because I'm, I'm using the body of that guitar to learn how to spray paint guitars. And it's coming on very well. 
Good for you, Dave. Have you any hobbies, Michelle? Do you like experimenting with anything? (laughs) 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 That is a dangerous question. (laughs) I'm glad you spotted it, Michelle. It was too late. The words were falling out of my mouth. I had no chance. But, like, yeah, do you have any um, interesting hobbies like that? Uh, No, no. You know, just generally keep fit. Keep fit? Be happy? um, Yes. Get up at 10 to 6 and go for a walk, you legend. Oh yeah, and we'll do the same tomorrow morning. And what's the Six se- days a week? What's the secret to happiness? Do you think, Michelle, for you? Positivity. Can't argue with that. Just whatever's going on, try and find the positive. Yeah, definitely. You just go out early in the morning and set you up for the day, whether it's sun, rain, whatever. Mm. Well, see if you can find the positivity and find the positivity in this, Michelle. You're wrong. It's not my vein colour is pink. <laughs> Sorry about that. But do you know what? I got to talk to radio legends. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, like, oh, wow. Are you what? saying we're old? <laughs> it sounds a little bit like you're uh, saying that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, is right. Well, that's not meant to happen. <laughs> uh, round of applause, yeah. You got yourself. You did. Dermot and Dave left blanket. Yeah. You can wrap yourself in positivity in the shape of uh, the snuggly Dermot and Dave lap blanket and all you had to do was tell us we're legends. <laughs> <laughs> we're so easily swayed. All right, Michelle, have a good weekend. <laughs> Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. I love Michelle. She's full of good vibes. Ashling and Waterford as well. Hi, Ashling. Hi, uh, how's it going? Good, how are things? Good, great. Any, any good plans for the weekend? Uh, no, chill. I have a day off college today, so I'm just going to relax. All right, away. and what are you studying? Fashion design. Fashion design, cool. Oh, that's amazing. Do you know what show I'm addicted to at the moment? Uh, is on Amazon Prime, Ashling. And it is, it's called Making the Cut. Oh, I've me- seen that. Yes. Do you ever remember a show called Project Runway? Yes. So it's Heidi Klum and her friend Tim, and basically it's like X Factor for fashion designers, right? So now Amazon have done a new version of it, still with Heidi Klum and Tim, but it's like got a ginormous budget so and a rebrand. <laughs> yeah, it's called cool. Making the Cut. But I'm amazed by you guys, by fashion designers in particular. I don't know what it is. There's just something, the fact that they can sketch something and then they have like a few hours to cut it all out, make it, and then suddenly it's on a model and it looks amazing. It's, what kind of stuff do you want to do, um, you know, in a few years? Where do you see your your brand? Um, I'd love to see men's hoodies. Oh, you're talking to the right audience here. I am <laughs> I'm obsessed with men's hoodies, so if you need a model... He literally wears nothing else. <laughs> Let me know, Ashley. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I will. And you want to do hoodies with a difference, or is it the, the design that's involved, or what's your slant? Um... Just, I don't know. I mean, just be more creative with, mm. like, yeah, get the layout, get the comfort, get all the basic stuff in, and then just be creative and make something feel good, you know? Add in your own flair. Colours. I just, I don't know. Like, even if something is black, make sure there's a splash of colour in the middle of it. It's amazing. And, uh, by the way, we can't have a fashion person on and then ask you the most important question of the week, is, which is Crocs, yay or nay? Yay. Fashion, oh. fashion has spoken. Yeah. Yes, I'm Carl. sorry, Ashling. Uh, Heidi Klum here. You haven't made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> Ashling, my PC is P. What do you think it is? Um, my pumpkin cutter is perfect. My pumpkin cutter is perfect. Nope. Oh. Nine. Sorry, Ashling. <laughs> but you're right okay. about Crocs, though. Have a good day. You too. Take bye, care. Bye. 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 Uh, Will Dwyer's in Kilkenny. We're going to Kilkenny shortly after the show. Will, how are you? 
Good day of yourself. Are you ever aware of the radio awards happening in Lyrath? Like, you know, are you out there? Like, does it feel like the whole county's on edge when we all come down? <laughs> Oh yeah, we're we're all on our edge of our seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, people always ask, you know, is it televised or is there anywhere you can watch it? And all I've said is, do you remember that time the IFTAs were televised and everyone just talked through everyone award, everyone's award, <laughs> yeah. and and then it was like everyone on Joe Duffy was given out that it was a disgrace. <laughs> that was so much worse at the radio <laughs> awards. So they'll yeah. never be televised. You couldn't televise what happens down there. Will seven hundred and fifty euro? My PC is P. What do you think? I think it's my peak cap or my peak cap is peaky. My peak cap is peaky. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> sorry, Will Dwyer and Kilkenny. That is incorrect, my friend, but have a great weekend and sorry for what we're going to do to your county later. <laughs> <laughs> more in Dublin. Have a good one. <laughs> See you later, Will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, lads, but can we discuss the way Dermot says clum? I've never heard it being pronounced with such a limerick twang, a little bit noni breaking through. Say your name there. Oh, what? Heidi. Heidi Clum? Is it Clum? No, just say whatever you say. Just say whatever you say normally. Heidi Clum. Not, I'm not hearing any limerick Heidi twang. Heidi Clum. Maybe. Sean, are you? Do people say Clum? Am I getting it wrong? I mean, I think she probably like, is Heidi Clum. Yeah, I've always said Clum. Oh, I'm open to. I'm open to. to <laughs> well, I'm just not hearing this correction, particular correction characteristic, on this one. though, like of. Heidi Klum. But give it Hold full, give it full it's noni. Heidi Klum. Give it, give it full <laughs> noni there. <laughs> Heidi Hold Klum. On. Hey, Google. How do you pronounce... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dermot Wheeler. <laughs> give it full noni there. What? No. <laughs> Shush now. Give it a full noni. Imagine if noni was like calling Heidi, Heidi home over the other side of the road. Hold on, I'll get her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you right? I'm busy. Noni, hi. Just wondering. Just stop for a second. I know you're going down to the radio awards later. I am. Sending, I'm sending all the posh things out of the prime for you all you goals. <laughs> How would you pronounce the name of that German supermodel who has been part of America's Got Talent and the Project Runway and the new... Um, Make the cut or whatever. How would you say her name again if, you, if she was across in Cruiser Street and you wanted to get her uh, attention? David Hasselhoff. No, <laughs> no, the other one, the blondie one. Oh yeah, yeah. How, see you. What, would you, what would you say to her? Why would you? Hi, Gold. Ah, Heidi Klum. Klum. Right. Klum. Okay. Klum. Heidi Klum. Oh yeah, I know her well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was over there. We were down in Actors Key Shopping Centre. What, Getting she... a few vapes. <laughs> <laughs> She's mad for the mad for the blue raspberry. Heidi Close. Only fair play to you. That's Beyonce and Sweet Dreams. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you saying? 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 What? I'm trying to tell you to do your job right. What? We saw it play. <laughs> I heard it play. I had my headphones on. I, why are you telling me things that I can hear? Yeah, stop fighting. Everything's fine. You know, like, I'm the one, it's not me, it's the computer that decides these things are going to happen. It's not me. You're not going to beat Dermot for DJ of the Year tonight with antics like that. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, oh. sorry, if it came down to pressing buttons, this guy's got absolutely nothing in front of Just him. Just to paint a picture at home for people, Dermot was sh- had his feet up at the table, but was shouting with Dave, press stop, press stop, instead of actually doing anything no. himself. I don't need to press buttons. I got someone to do that for me, and that's Dave. Yes, sir, anything else you need, sir. Hmm. Um, <laughs> 
my tea has dropped a degree. <laughs> Heat it up. I started right out, sir. With your hands. <gasps> <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes. Actually, before we do that. Never make that face again. <laughs> um, does Pamela put the kettle on after her telly bits like Maria did? No. Um, we actually have a preheated boiler now, so yeah. the kettle doesn't need to go Yeah, on. that's true. I've actually, Maria's song is out of oh. date. There's nothing more delicious than the same water heating and, over re- and over cooling again. and reheating. It doesn't make any difference. It that's does. absolute nonsense. That's a cardinal sin in tea making to reheat water. You did a day's world on it, and you proved that if you didn't change the water in a kettle over and over again, it, it had bad things in it. Yeah, but hang on. How often do you think people make cups of tea in here? That water is being used... Like, I'd say every hour that water changes up there. Do you know what I mean? Also, good news, guys. Uh, we're getting a freezer, so I'll be able Hi. to buy ice and have my best iced coffee oh, life. Sean is work. living his iced coffee life. It's absolutely terrible. So, so our receptionist told me. That's very exciting. A freezer. <laughs> so I can, I can buy a bag of ice. I'll be having iced coffees. So when you ask me questions in a meeting, I'll just stir my it's iced October. coffee. All the free- I'll tell you what the freezer's going to be. Sean, sure, you're going to make your iced coffee. I'll have a pumpkin spice the as well. Freezer's <laughs> going, the freezer's going you to be girl full. boss energy. <laughs> it's going to be full of things that were sent in that weren't, there wasn't enough room in the fridge that will go, go into the freezer and then everyone will just forget they're there. Yeah. And then you'll open it up and go, oh, the ice pops. Oh, it's six months out of date. <laughs> Do you know what are always down the bottom covered in ice? Those uh, baguette pizzas. <laughs> yeah, those, oh, and the, box, the cardboard them. has burst open yeah. and half of it slid out. Oh. But it's okay because it's inside cellophane, so it's fine. We'll be able to do all of that at work now. And uh, uh, mushroom volivants. <laughs> God, you're really speaking my language here. Okay, okay. Pamela, you've got a choice. Yes. So those baguettes, okay, or pizzinis. I'm only one woman, David. Um, probably pizzinis. I, I, I grew up on a I heavy diet of pizzinis as a child. Yeah. Because everyone else was in college. Your mom was like, oh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> You're the only one left. Sustenance. She's Just doing something. Raise She's fine. yourself. That's hot water tap for the win. I was thinking about one of those hot water taps when I got my new kitchen. The... The instant boiling things. So my dad has one, yeah. Okay, what? Can, so the ta- it's the most bizarre thing. So you have your normal like water for washing the dishes. Yeah. Then you double push to get your drinking water. And then you push and twist to the right and it's instant boiling water. Wow. Did right. I, I'm just yeah. worried that my kids would yeah. accidentally turn on the boiling you water. You do have to work hard. Like, I, it takes me a while to get it every time. All right, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just want to make a cup of tea, help. <laughs> the tap is too fancy. I'm interested, um, But you no, know, you'd, you'd have to put a bit of work in to get to the boiling water. It's smart. Okay. <laughs> it is. It'll be summertime and you'll reach for a cool glass of scalding yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy what love can do. There are three big names on Today FM. You know, David Guetta, Becky Hill, Ellen Anderson. But what about Connor, Noxie and Danny? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Coronas. <laughs> Lovely nice. to have you in studio again. Yeah, Thank you for us. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah. Um, well, lovely to have you in studio on a very auspicious day, gentlemen, yeah. because your album, Time Stopped, has just come out. Today. Yeah. Yay. Today. Yeah. Today. Well done. Yes. You've yeah. given Ow. birth. Your baby's out there now. It's out there, That's yeah. it. Once you, once you release it, it's like it feels like we don't own it anymore. And now yeah. it's just owned. Oh, and what are, what are days like today and, and last baby, night? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big family. <laughs> what, are, what are they like, those kind of build-up days? Because this is your seventh album. So yeah. you've, you've had seven of these nights when the album's coming out tomorrow, the album's coming out tomorrow. And you've obviously been recording and writing and putting it all together for a long time. We get it and we all go, yeah, yeah of course there are 
12 <laughs> Corona songs, but you guys have to put them together. So what what are these nights like now? Seven albums in. Yeah, well, I think in the early days, we just hadn't a clue what we were doing. Like, I remember the first album came out. I don't even know if we had a launch. We probably just invited a few mates down to the pub, like, and we had a CD <laughs> in our hand. And it's like, uh, anyone know how to burn these? Like, you know, we, you know, and just make copies for each other. Like, you know, we so over the years, I think, and especially in the last three albums, because we started our own record label. Yeah. That, uh, and here in Ireland, and, and we've taken more control of everything touring, but also promo and, and, and promoting the album and how releasing it and everything, right down to sleeve design and stuff, which Noxie does a lot of. And we sort of, it, between the three of us and our manager, Jim, we sort of spread all that sort of work. So there's a lot more that goes into it now. You get like, I don't know, we're, we're at that stage now where we're just going promo, 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 and you're just talking about it and trying to be out there and then. We'll stop annoying people once it's out there, and after a week <laughs> or so, yeah. No, no, no. Noxie, I didn't realize you were a you were a design man. Are oh, you? I'm not. I'm not. I hire people to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hires good people. It's just your responsibility. Yeah. I, I know what I like. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's nice is that there's so much vinyl now these days that you can actually get back into the art side of of an album. You know, 100%. in terms of yeah. the visual art, the, the vinyl is a big part of our sales as well. So, like we. Uh, an important part of the whole campaign, so mm. and we did like we you, you especially, but we put a lot of effort into it, didn't we, Knox? Oh yeah, like it's, it's months of back and forth and back and, and forth. But, uh, and with the vinyl thing now, is well, you got to order them so far in advance for whatever reason. Like so, we had to have everything signed off on like back in April, and then we're, we're still working on finishing yeah. the music nearly. But like the vinyl and all the credits and everything and the, the layout is all and, has to be signed off on nearly. You mentioned the fact that you set up your own label. Couple of questions: Why and what's it like? N- not just being. You're not just in a band anymore. Yeah. Well, we got dropped from a major label. So. <laughs> I, I remember that bit. Yeah. So we had yeah. no choice in the matter. Uh, well, no, I mean, obviously, you could go and find another indie no, label. Yeah, you could, no. yeah, we, yeah, had, we had a, offers on the table in yeah. Ireland, but um, at that time of our career, it was, uh, we had four, album, four albums out. Yeah. And we just thought that we, uh, we could do it independently, so we just... We had learned a lot, I think, over the years. Our first couple of albums were sort of semi-independent. We had a label here helping us, but... We were sort of learning on the fly, like you guys remember when we, we were starting out, and we were just, you know, we, we didn't really, we were just winging it, like, you yeah. know, we still are to a certain extent. <laughs> Is anybody um, not winging yeah, it? Exactly. It's a good label. It's a very yeah, good label. Well, uh, do you know what? If, if we, we have, we actually were talking about the other day, I think we're, our label, So Far So Good is what it's called, is... Uh, Pound for pound, the most successful record label ever. Because we've only got two releases and two number ones. Two number ones, there you go. So you're 100% number one hit rate. It's about to be three, by yeah. the way, I would suggest. We'll and, see, we'll see. Uh, everybody, of course, was enjoying you down Electric Picnic. Connor, how, how was that experience? I had a lovely time, yeah. yeah. I only went down the Sunday now, so I had a lovely day of sun. I wasn't there for the Saturday. A rainy Saturday. Nice, yeah. yeah. And uh, I know that Danny, you brought the mammy out on stage. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful moment. It was. It was. Yeah. It was really nice. It was no frontiers. Yeah, and a bit and a bit of woman's heart. And the crowd yeah. were going mad. I knew they would. Like, but you still have that thing because you know everywhere we go, people go, "Oh, Mary, we love Mary. We like the Cronus, but we love Mary." Like, you know, and that, that, that happens everywhere we go. Um, so I said to the boys, my ma said it to me, we were, we were sitting there for dinner about two weeks before election. She goes, oh, you want to go to that eclectic picnic thing? <laughs> and I was like, I guess you pass, no problem. And then I said, well, sure, if you're coming, you might as well sing a song. Sing like, a song you know? yeah. And I said to the boys, and they were like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, And it was great. Like, And yeah, to hear all the kids singing back, woman's heart, everyone of every age that was there, it was uh, it was it was great. My mum loved it, and she's she loves to be cool. You were, the lads can never say no. Your yeah. mother, <laughs> we're not letting. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I had no written name. It was like oh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the thing you know when your mum says to you, look, you're going out with your friends, but take your little brother along.
wrong. Like he's, <laughs> got, he's taking his mum. What can you say? He came down in the bus with us and everything. I yeah. came home at one o'clock. In okay, the right, right, right. She, she was loving it. She was having the crack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you've also, got, I mean, like in, in some ways, obviously, like you've you've shrunk because there's three of you now. Yeah. There used to be four, but in other ways, you've also expanded the band because there's now, you know, th- those members of the band who. When there was just a four piece, there was kind of no additional stuff. But yeah. now you have, you've got Lar, you've got Roisin, you've got John Bro, you've got all these people who are working. There's a horn section. There's, there's a, the Cronos have kind of grown in 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 all meanings of that yeah, word, hundred percent. And that's that was one thing we actually l- l- leaned towards. We lent towards uh, that way. Leaned, when yeah. Da- yeah, when leaned, I don't know what the word is. <laughs> anyway, w- w- when Dave left, we sort of opened out the band, as you say, and and. Uh, it was great because we just realised, oh my God, we have all these amazingly talented mates who are around the band anyway and would be happy to get involved and, and help out. And as you say, now our live band is is getting bigger and bigger. And, and those people you mentioned, Lark Kay from All Twins, Keen McSweeney from True Tides, Roshino, John Bro as well, like they all got involved in, in the writing of the songs. They're all part of the family and, and so they, they deserve definitely a lot of credit for, mm. for the album as well as our live show because obviously, as you say, they're playing with us live. But you know they gotten involved behind the scenes as well, and and it's great. It's 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 really cool. It's sort of the more people that you have involved, the more people you have to enjoy it with, and the more people you have to blame when it's going bad. Scapegoats, scapegoats. More people you have to pay. Let's not yeah, forget that's that. True, that's true. Uh, yeah, you turn it to UB40, anyway. and you all get fifty p. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But um, it's great talking about the album. Let's listen to some of the cool. album. We want to play Strive. Can cool. you give us the background to? The thought behind the song, the emotions in there. What yeah. are we listening out for? This was uh, this was one of the first songs we we wrote for for Time Stopped, and um, yeah, just a happy song about you know wanting what's best for someone, and you know trying to shake them to make them realise that that they're great and they'll be all right. Mm. You just uh, you, they just need to see it, you know, and yeah, that's sort of yeah. You, you basically just wanted a massive eighties saxophone solo. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. the song around that. Right. <laughs> There's your key ingredient. No right, everything. Yeah, start with the sax and everything else will fall into place. Okay. <laughs> Oh, everybody loves a bit of good sax in the morning. Oh, it's the Coronas that strive on Today FM. Whoa. Doing this thing to me again. Stop. He's definitely not going to win Best Radio Presenter tonight. He's made no. so many mistakes It's okay, today. this is the next year's entry. This is fine. Last year is fine. Ladies and gentlemen, the Coronas are in studio celebrating the launch of their brand new album, Time Stop. Came out at midnight. Uh, you're on the Late Late Show tonight. Yes. I always wonder, if, if a band is on the Late Late Show, do you see, like an instant bump in listens and sales and all that stuff well I tell you where you actually see the bump is Mm. the next day you will get the double take more than any other day in the year so people will recognise you more 100% I mean the bump the the sales bump comes from Dermot and Dave on today (laughs) obviously I mean the important (laughs) thing happens with us but yeah but do you want to be recognised on the street (laughs) honestly like you'll have the grannies going I saw you last night you were great and then any other day of the year they wouldn't but it's just like that short term memory so you need to shout at them when they say that to you I saw you last night go right we'll go buy the album Final now, with it. Yeah, exactly. uh, play- the song you're playing tonight uh, on the late later. Are you allowed to say what it is? Or are you going to hang yeah, on? If, to you that let me, it's, it's if you let me, yeah. it's my favorite song off yeah. the new record. I absolutely love it. But have you guys got favorite songs? And don't worry, the songs aren't listening. They won't. <laughs> they won't hear it if you t- say. Yeah, I like um, taking you with you if you're leaving. 
Okay. It's my favourite one. Nice. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it's like what my mum used to say about the kids. They're all my favourite. I love them all. <laughs> Whoever needs me the most. Okay, well, which one are you looking no, forward to performing uh, live the most? Well, last night we played a couple of songs uh, at the launch. We played a couple of songs for the first time live, and that was cool. Getaway Car, which would probably be the next single, and uh, the title track, Time Stopped, which was good fun as well. Um, I like Best Worrier. It's it's or one of those Corona's ballads that's yeah. like, you know, me being all emotional and heartbroken. You know one of them ones? Connor, what do you like? I'll go Getaway Car. Getaway nice. Car as well, yeah. Okay, that might be the new single. Keep your ears open for that. Right, lads, this is very exciting. You are offering a literal money can't buy prize to our listeners. This is incredible. So what are they going to win? We should know this, shouldn't we? Yes. Um, they are going to win a trip to Amsterdam to see us the, our last gig of our U, uh, European tour which is in Amsterdam in the Paradiso Nord at the end of October I think some 30th of October 30th and we're going to fly two VIPs over and we're going to put them up and we're going to invite them down to sound check and we're <gasps> going to give them loads of attention and hugs and uh, <laughs> amazing and meet them and hang out and then they come to the gig as well because a lot of people say oh it's cool seeing us in the Olympia or whatever but uh, even friends of ours well I suppose they saw that we were playing in Amsterdam as well and they're like yeah, that would be a good prize <laughs> <laughs> let's they, go to Amsterdam like oh I always wanted to see you in a different city oh it's Amsterdam is it okay yeah we'll go there <laughs> that <laughs> so, is a really yeah. cool prize but meeting and greeting you guys that's act extra cool and getting to see the sound check and stuff I love getting behind the scenes yeah. and these gigs and stuff and seeing things that's brilliant well, absolutely fun. as you said you want, we want to do something that's a bit different so yeah we're going to fly over to people whoever uh, uh, wants to come see us in Amsterdam okay, well, we'd like to have them our listeners now listening definitely want to go and do that so you, they have to text a word into okay. 0874100102. What word do you want them to text um, in? Let's see. What about uh, my... The, 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 I've been making granola recently. Oh. I got into that in lockdown. But uh, we came up with a, <laughs> with a catchy name for the granola okay. that we might sell at gigs maybe. Um, mm. It's called Heroes or Oats. Oh, Heroes or Oats. Love it. Yeah. I got one of those dryers. No, no, it's just aerator things. Oh, well, no, that's real fancy. No, 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 no. I just put it in the oven and then let it's it dry. Not, it's not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously not that nice. Here's our oats, three words that we put yeah, in the oven. No, no, no. Here, here's, here's our oats. Yeah. There you go. Text that into 087 4100 We'll should, pick a name out. You should have the happy pair lads as backing singers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving your granola tips. There's definitely some Corona's granola pun, but I just yeah, can't think yeah, what yeah, it is yeah, now. Yeah. Granola? Corona's? Granonas? It's terrible. I don't know. Anyway, text Heroes or Oats 087 4100 The lads are sticking with us and we'll stick you on the phone to talk to the Coronas and organise your Amsterdam trip in a few minutes' time. Plus, we're probably playing one of the best Corona songs ever in a few minutes' time. Addicted to Oatlets? Oh, nice. <laughs> we're going out tonight. I'm not sure, lads, if those lyrics apply anymore. You know, I think it's more like you get up at a reasonable hour and yes. you make granola all night. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping all day, drinking all night. There's a lyric in the verse too now when I'm si- when I'm singing it live, like while we're still young, and I'm sort of going, mm, okay, and maybe sort of young. We're still sort of. No, in you still age. you still keep the lyrics no matter what. You're, you're, all, you're all baby faced. Uh, it's Dermot and Dave on Today FM live with the Coronas, and uh, we're enjoying talking about their brand new album. It's their seventh album. It's called Time Stopped. Let's say hello to Kira Dalton in Mitchellstown. Hi, Kira. Hi, how are you? Say hi to the Coronas. Hi, Kira. Hi, Corona. Hey. They're probably like, no, not this one. No, no, they're uh, definitely yeah. not saying no, not this one. They're more than happy to have a chat to you. Uh, come here, Kira. We asked yeah. you to text text in the, the strange <laughs> granola words. <laughs> here is our oats, yeah. 87 Lads, tell, tell Kira what she's won. Kira, you're going to come and see us in Amsterdam 
on the 30th oh of October. God. And uh, yeah, you get to come down. We'll, we will sort you oh, out. Yeah. Lights, combination, and I'm we will delighted. patch you up and Thanks have so the much. crack. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm delighted. Uh, come here, have you listened to the record yet? Uh, yeah, I'm a number one fan. Oh, excellent. Danny, Danny, you probably know with me. <laughs> oh, oh, Kira, oh, you Kira. <laughs> I, I have you blocked on Twitter, he says. No. <laughs> yeah, that's Kira, Actually, fair it's play to you. Meet and greet Kira. Uh, you just <laughs> <watch> <laughs> it is, but it's just through glass. <laughs> Kira, we'll be in touch to sort out all the details. Congratulations. Oh, thanks so much. All right, no, see you later. Bye, bye, bye. bye. There you go. Kira wins herself that lovely prize. Lads, fair play to you. Uh, mm. Bringing people over to Amsterdam and all. It's going to be an amazing night. Uh, can we talk about the gigs you're going to be doing? Sure. Obviously, you have the three Olympia gigs in December. They're all sold out, but the INEC, Glen Eagle and Killarney on the 28th of December, which is a brilliant oh, week I've been of to the a year. few of those. That, those crack, Christmas yeah. and New Year's gigs are so much crack. Uh, it's still a handful of tickets left for that one. Just a few, apparently. And then Ulster Hall and Belfast, is, there's, there's some left too. And what about all these acoustic sets you're doing now the yeah. kind of in-store stuff you're doing Golden Disc are they ticketed or are they just rock up I think it's just rock up just rock up yeah yeah. okay so, well they're going to yeah. be you guys are going to you're Saturday you're in Air Square in Galway you're in Cruiser Street in Nirmick Sunday you're in Patrick Street in Cork and then it goes on Wexford, Kilkenny, Drogheda and a couple in Dublin as well uh, all through the next week as well so get your hands on the record it's called Time Stopped it is absolutely brilliant the Corona's new album is amazing go and check it out lads thanks for coming Cheers. in thanks so much yeah. thanks for the prize as well Cheryl great to see you Dermot and Dave. Listen live on air from 9am weekdays on Today FM.